Yo, what is up, guys and gals? It is time for another The Land Air Show. We have been slowly squeezing these out here and there. Really appreciate your patience as we've kept a few of them in the can. And tonight's episode, man, it's noon. I don't even know why I said tonight. Today's episode is going to be the one, the only, Anna Moxness. Uh, Anna is on Zion Free Fly, the national team out of Norway, and she's also been part of Joyriders. Anna has her hands in everything. She is a super busy gal, free flying, tunnel flying, working in marketing, working in social media. She does a little bit of everything, and she brought a lot of personality to the show. As far as the Land Air Show goes, every single guest brought their own brand of personality, their own brand of entertainment, and their own styling. Anna probably fit into the Gravity Lab style more than anybody else. She showed up with an empty bottle of wine, uh, accidentally meant to bring a full bottle. We got it covered. We ended up getting a bottle or two. It's actually the only show in the land we got to drink during, or we, we chose to drink during, and we had a great, great time. So really enjoy the show. Enjoy the time. Uh, the visit with Anna was absolutely phenomenal, and we will do it again. But at this point, I want to thank Performance Designs for hosting Gravity Lab Radio and the, the Land Air Show. Performance Designs has been a wonderful supporter of Gravity Lab Radio and the Rating Center, and I cannot thank them enough for what they've done for the air show. If you've not been to their website uh, website lately, performancedesigns.com, man, during COVID, they have been busy. The website looks phenomenal. PD has always had a very easy to look at website. Performancedesigns.com has always looked good. It's always been easy to navigate. I use it all the time and they made it that much easier. They've also upped the styling, up the look. I've always loved the look and the brand of Performance Designs, but just a little bit nicer, man, a little bit edgier, just pushing that next limit. So if you're looking for demos, if you're looking for products, if you're looking for what's going on, it is the place to check it out. You can see everything from uh, booking a factory tour to checking out some good eye candy how do you get things maintained the demo program it is all on their website check it out performancedesigns.com they have the best manufacturing process in the industry in the sport not for canopies for everything super impressed with all the work they do their personalities and everybody at performance designs they are absolutely wonderful if you have a question or a problem you can simply click on their contact us uh, link on their page and you will very quickly get to the right people who will answer you right away thanks again to performancedesigns.com thank you guys and gals for everything you do uh, ladies and gentlemen enjoy miss anna moxness I'm the target of a meat missile going 150 miles an hour plus. That got really exciting. All <laughs> I'm doing canopy safety. Um, I drive like an Asian, so I don't know if it's the most appropriate thing ever. I'm killing it. Utah, give me two. You are listening to Gravity Lab Radio, hosted by DJ Marvin and Nicholas Lott. Produced by Justin Grubbs. Have we talked about skydiving the whole time? About it together, because... Everybody from England will joke about the Welsh. And, mm. you know, right now I only know a few Welsh people. I want to say Welsh one more. Now, Welsh people. And every single one of them have been absolutely wonderful to deal with. Oh, by the way, Nick, we're rolling already, bro. We are. Yeah. Not yeah. Dying. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Uh, I'm going to go put Take care a drink of in the fridge. Take care of business, brother. <laughs> so, uh,. Anna, Anna Moxness is joining us tonight. Hello, sir. Hello, how are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. How Man, are you? I love your accent. <laughs> it's, do, do, do Americans go to the UK and actually like 
Brits and, and Welshmen say like, oh, you have a great accent to Americans? Or do we just sound like shit to you as well? No, I really like different American accents. I think I really, really like Southern accents. I think you can get away with a lot if you've got a Southern accent. Hey, sweetheart. Like, how yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shannon Pilcher is the best. Uh, like, you trust everything that he says. It's so funny because Darling. I don't really hear a Southern accent out of him. You don't hear it. But I've been immersed uh, in the South enough. Uh, that you're more Southern. I don't think, no, I'm not no? more Southern. Okay. But you, you'll hear me every now and then mm-hmm. say something like fellers. Hey, fellers, how y'all doing? How's your mom and them? Y'all, y'all is a weird one. I've had to like consciously avoid y'all. Because it'll creep in on you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not, not avoid. Like we just got here. Not, avoid, not avoid you guys. Just y'all. avoiding the word y'all. Because it's so... When, it's lazy. when I moved to Texas, it was something that really stood out in the, in the vernacular to me. Of like, oh, we in the South. When, when I hear y'all. And it's something that... I mean, it makes sense. Like, it's an efficient word. You could describe it as a lazy word. Mm, but like thinking it. about saying y'all in front of the people that I grew up with, I just, I just can't do it. Where did you grow up? Utah. Salt Lake City is where I'm from. Ah. Okay, then I understand. You can't say y'all there. Doesn't fly. <laughs> Doesn't work. I moved to uh. Texas when I was 20, 30 years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 30 years old. But I started life in Tennessee and Alabama. Okay. So, and I can't say Alabama. It's Alabama. Alabama. Because I went first through third grade, Alabama. That's <laughs> where I started my own. So it, it's just natural. And when I left Alabama, I as a kid, I'm positive I had a pretty hick accent. And I was aware of it at some point and didn't like it. So I was very cognizant, very aware of like, I don't want to sound like an uneducated hick, mm. um, which today I won't say that's what it is. Mm. And when I moved to Texas, I just, I was like, whatever, man, I don't care what I sound like. I am who I am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am. You, you be yourself, son. Goddamn. Son bitch. <laughs> hey, just a preemptive warning. These guys mm-hmm. drink on the show pretty often. I almost never do. Okay. The last time so I remember having <laughs> wine on the show, I knocked the glass <laughs> off of the table and it shattered on the floor. So just a preemptive apology. If that happened. <laughs> Luckily, uh, you're kind of far away from the electrical equipment. Mm-hmm. Most people can't get Nick Lot to drink. So, folks, cheers. cheers to I'll drink. Cheers. I'll drink to that. Getting Nick to drink. So, you are part of a free fly team, Zion. I am, yes. Yeah. And Zion, Zion, you guys are the Norwegian team, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Um, I, so, I get really confused quickly about national teams. Mm-hmm. And I say that because in the U.S., there's very strict standards to who can be on the U.S. national team. Mm-hmm. Same in Norway. Okay. Mm -hmm. So how does that work out for your husband is what's my husband is also in the team and uh, Andreas is the cameraman and we uh, we started the team like six years ago Mm -hmm. uh, and we had to do a selection because we get funding from the government as well. So it's pretty strict who is allowed to be on the team. Well, you changed my question now. The Norwegian team gets funding from the government. Yes. That is awesome. Yes. America, learn from this lady right here. <laughs> that is gold. Yeah, we match whatever we're given as well. So it's uh, part of the deal. And uh, But yeah, we've got the best federation. They're really, really cool. That is so awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, I, Dude, I'd have no problem matching what my federation, right? my, my government gave me. Totally. That's, oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. It's really, really yeah, cool. Yeah, I'd go, go halfsies on that. Yeah, right? dude. That, For sure. That's yeah. half of what you'd normally pay. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because I'm sure you don't necessarily change how much you would train. You just change the affordability of it. I don't I like it's a strange thing to try and think about, because from the moment of the conception of the team, all we did is decide that everything that we would do would be about the team. Like all of our money, all of our time, everything is going to go into this project. And it was going to be from four to six years. So, yeah, we were kind of like all in from the beginning. So, so. technically, you're at the end of 
the goal? Six years. We are heading towards our last. Well, yeah. We're last plan season. I mean, last it, plan season. Is everyone open to uh, to continuing? Well, next year they have the World Cup is in Voss, our home drop zone in Norway. So Beautiful. it might be difficult not to compete at that one, but we'll take it one competition at a time. So. It, w- there are not many places on my list that I say I have to go because this world is too giant to say that. Mm-hmm. There's a place I have to go. I cannot wait to, ma- wait to make it to Norway. We've talked about mutual friends off the air. Yeah. And Voss, I just... I, I, have you been, Nick? I haven't. Sw- Switzerland is the closest I've come to that area of the world. You guys should come and come on our podcast. It's called... Uh, Do you guys have a podcast? <laughs> We've never released one yet. Let's go. <laughs> We've got the mics. We sit around, we drink a lot of wine, we talk a lot of shit. Then we listen to it afterwards and we're like, ooh, definitely shouldn't air that. No, yes. <laughs> so you just very familiar. Yeah. That, that <laughs> there's one important step in that process that you need to eliminate, which is listening to yeah. it. Yeah. Just don't do that part. Yeah. I, this is, what episode is this? 128. I've listened to Nine? exactly zero episodes really? of show. Really? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, well we done. Just, these yeah. are people I that I like being voice. with, and yeah. we have great people like you on the show. <laughs> people seem to like listening to the conversations, and I don't need to be one of them. How long have you guys been doing it? February 9th was our third year anniversary of oh, first cool. recording. April's our third year anniversary of release, because we stocked like six episodes. Okay. And I will tell you, by far, the most popular responses we have the most popular episodes we have are the ones that I would have thought are bullshit. Okay. I, I love Tom Noonan, and he did a absolutely wonderful job talking about Skydive Everest. Mm-hmm. Jay Stokes talked about 640 jumps in 24 hours, and those mm-hmm. were great episodes. KDP. <laughs> I was just about to say, KDP. It's <laughs> one of the most popular episodes we've ever done. Of course it is. It's KDP. Dude, th- uh, recently we had a, a buddy of mine, Critter and Matthew Peterson, mm-hmm. on the show. Nick was out of town. So the three of us sat there and drank. Mm-hmm. Is another show we're like, guys, if you tuned in <laughs> for a show, get fucked. That was this fun. This is boys drinking. And mm-hmm. it, right there. And we spoiled fucking God, Star I like, Wars. I like that we're swearing again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I'm so... <laughs> everybody's been so proper I, up to yeah, you. Yeah, I feel... I Thank feel, you uh, so much. It feels proper now. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm going out, of, out <laughs> on a limb when I drop an F-bomb. It's like, oh, should I have done that? Yeah, don't let am the I, accent fool am you. Am I being judged? Yeah, not not <laughs> as proper as it sounds, eh? Right, no, no. Nope. So I'm uh, <laughs> I'm from Utah, home of Zion National Park. Yeah, I know. I, I want to jump there. It's a beautiful place. Mm-hmm. It's uh, looks like you're on a different planet. Mm-hmm. I wondered where the name uh, Zion came from and what it means to you guys. Uh, if anything, you can tell me. It's just a cool name too. I can take that. No, we spent some time together drinking whiskey and uh, talking about the name, and uh, it was because it means it's kind of like a heaven, like a place, a place of peace and happiness and unity. So we went for that. Unity. Unity. <laughs> I oh, love that. Peace, love, and free fly. All that jazz. And one of the hardest parts of team skydiving, I've never been a great skydiver, but I did mm-hmm. a three-way free fly team. And the hardest part, uh, John Hamilton at the time was big in Elsinore still. Mm-hmm. And he was doing team seminars. He's like, guys, if you want to do a team, the first thing you do is you can learn if you can drink together. Because if you can yeah. put up with each other drunk, you can start a team. So Andreas, our cameraman, he used to work offshore mm-hmm. and he rocks up to the first ever team meeting with like two of these really nice bottles of scotch from Scotland because he was out there and we were like, ah, this is probably going to be okay. This guy's going to fit. So you said right. earlier you're a scotch drinker. Mm-hmm. We're going to get Justin into the conversation here. What's your favorite oh. scotch? Uh, okay. Lafroy. I never say it very well. Lafroy. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah. Smoky. You like so you the like PD ones then, mm. yeah. Mm. I was so gonna say I if you like Lafroy, you like the PD stuff. Help me understand what PD means. Performance designs. Yeah, is yeah our shut host the fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> I know what PD means, but PT, what does this mean? 
It's like earth. It's filtered through the earth, right? Yeah, it's so it's like, uh, like sphangum peat, peat moss. Peat moss is what I assume. Yeah, so like but how does that translate to a taste? So essentially, if you were to throw that on a campfire and smell that, that's exactly what it tastes like, and it leaves that taste in your mouth after you're done. It's super smoky. Smoky, okay. Mm-hmm. I can understand smoky. Yeah, I always describe it as smoky to non-scotch drinkers because I'm enough of a scotch drinker to appreciate a good scotch, mm-hmm. but if you tell me you like this scotch, I'm like, I can't tell you much about that. Like I, I just know which ones I like and don't like. Yeah. So I'm not. That's why I said Justin's coming to the conversation because you talk about Scotch nerd. <laughs> my boy's got it covered. He he uh, he definitely helps me understand what I'm I drinking. Ju- I just wish I could have gone to more distilleries when I went to Scotland. Mm. So man, you can do that anytime you want. I live in Norway. That's right. So yeah. let's go back yes. to how you're on the Norwegian free fly team as a Welsh woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had my license uh, with the Norwegian Federation since maybe three years after I started skydiving. So, oh no, four years maybe. It's because I met my husband. Mm-hmm. We actually met in Spain and then I moved to Norway quite quickly. So then I was doing all my jumping in Norway. So he's a Norwegian as well? He is. Okay. And he was already on the national team when I met him. So he had a long break, and then he just joined our team uh, last year. Okay. Yeah. It's, so you say you've been licensed by the Norwegian Federation. Mm-hmm. Are you a Norwegian citizen or have any legal status? Yeah, now I do. Now okay. I have a home there, and I can't remember what they call me. like Resident or resident, something? Resident, yeah, yeah, that's it. Because I know in the U.S. there's a residency requirement. Not mm-hmm. just a, Is that what it was, a residency requirement or a licensing requirement? I, don't, uh, I think by the time I like tried out for the national team, I was already a resident, and I'd had my Norwegian license for many, okay. many years, so it wasn't really much of a question. And I think we were all married by that time as well. So it made it pretty easy. Yeah. I mean, a great example, Nicholas Himlin is airspeed. Yeah, he's Swedish, right? Yeah. Well, no, he's an American now. American. He got American. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, what you <laughs> said? What you apologizing for? He's American. He just got blew his, his cover. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> Actually, him and Mikkel. Yeah. Uh, Mikkel just got his citizenship. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw that on Facebook. Mm-mm. And the two of them posted pictures together as Americans, which is oh, so awesome, That's man. Cute. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, you actually know Nick from, uh, we just did an LB Live with him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Nick Simlin. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if officially he's the team captain of Airspeed, but if he's not, I don't understand why not, because mm-hmm. he is the senior guy standing, no doubt. They've got a, do they have a new lineup now? Yeah. What's they, that? Um, uh, Ranch, second generation, I can't remember the name, two mm-hmm. players from uh, R2G. Um, and they came over, and God, can you look up and tell me, uh, yeah. Justin, who's on Airspeed now? Okay, right. so it's... Mikhail and Hemlin, and then two new guys I from another Mikhail team. I think Mikhail might be. Uh, man, I'm going to. So I just had a conversation with Nicholas about mm-hmm. this. I'll call him Nick a lot. I, him and I were on the same drop zone for a few years in Indiana. Oh, cool. Uh, I don't know if you knew the name Team Fast Tracks. I do. That was a four way team he was on. Okay. And they were on My DZ at the time. So oh, cool. we spent a lot of time together, which super good dudes. And yeah. obviously they've accomplished a lot in yeah. so many facets. Yeah. So. Um, and I know Airspeed this year is doing something different. Airspeed XP. Are you guys familiar with that project? <laughs> um, Airspeed is actually uh, branching a little bit more into eight-way as well. And oh, cool. Part of it is, is I think maybe, I don't remember who. Oh, Rhythm is representing in uh, Siberia. Yeah, because they won nationals. Exactly. Which was awesome. So now uh, Airspeed is respecting and loving of that, man. They're such great. Yeah, it's super what, cool. And so they're doing uh, An Airspeed way. XP, which is, you can imagine, XP and Airspeed combining forces. Nice. So they have that lineup. Recently announced it. They, they're doing new branding, new logoing. So it, it's cool to see them grow. That'd be cool. Yeah. Do, and you, do you have a team that inspired you to want to, to be on a free fly team? Yes. Babylon. Okay. Because it was Vince and Fred. When I learned to skydive, I learned to skydive Emporia Brava. Mm-hmm. And Vince and Fred were training then a lot. 
and uh, they were just super cool dudes and real mellow and awesome flyers. And a lot of the freestylers around the time as well were also inspiring me to free fly. Mm -hmm. I think I was like, I don't know, maybe I had like 10 jumps. Okay. And I was like, I'm going to have a free fly team. Fuck yeah. <laughs> awesome. And I got, yeah, laughed out of many rooms many times. So. And now you're six years into this team? Yeah, this is our sixth wow. season. So, so what, do you, uh, what do you like about being on a team? Um, being on a team. <laughs> well, I right. wanna, yeah. hold on one second. I want to go back one moment because mm -hmm. I love what you said. I had 10 jumps yeah, and I wanted like to be that. on a free fly team. Yeah. Why the fuck are you laughing at her for doing this, guys? <laughs> because I, I had an instructor come up to me and go like, yo, dude, this is Nick pretending. Mm -hmm. uh, he said he wanted to be an instructor. He's a student. Mm -hmm. What do you want to tell him about that? And I'm mm -hmm. like, bro, when I was a student, I wanted to become an instructor. Mm -hmm. I am now what's called an examiner. I train instructors for a living. I love that you have a dream. Mm -hmm. Focus on today, mm -hmm. but keep chasing that dream. Mm -hmm. That instructor got pissed at me. Mm -hmm. Why are you telling him, like, you got in this for a dream? Mm -hmm. It blows my mind that people crush 10 Jump Wonders dreams. Yeah, but I, it was also, I think it's okay, because it just fueled my fire. Do you know what I mean? Oh. Like, everybody oh. that tells me no, I'm like, you know, all right then, cool. I really <laughs> do love that, because I, I, I feel like I'm similar. If you, hey, if you want me to do okay, Give me some support. If yeah. you want me to do great, tell me I can't. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, so I do. I do think that that fuels other people's fire yeah. for sure. Yeah, I, do I don't know. think it works for everyone because some people are a little more more delicate, and that might be enough to, to discourage somebody. Yeah. But I'm I'm glad that that's your story. Yeah, I I was cocky as well though, so I probably I needed to be put in my place many times. I imagine. So how, how much has your personal flying changed over six years of doing the team? Uh, a lot, <laughs> a lot. Yeah. How how does it? Uh, let's say doing dedicated jumps as a team, how does that feel different for you than doing a, a regular skydive? Mm, what's a regular skydive? So just a fun <laughs> jump, you know, maybe two people that you, you know, or however many people are on the jump yeah. that don't have as, you know, you're not as familiar with these people. You don't know, you, yeah. know, you don't know what these people are going to think or you don't know how they're thinking as they're flying. You don't have that team dynamic. Yeah. So uh, what are the biggest differences you, you notice? Uh, I really like having a plan. Uh, <laughs> I really like having a plan. Sounded so serious, but it was also. No, that's, I fully <laughs> agree with that. Of like, how how else do you measure success and growth if you don't have anything that you're yeah, aiming for? Yeah, it was uh, also a little bit different for me as well because I think I started jumping 16 or 17 years ago, and I started working professionally, uh, like coaching a little bit and organizing and helping out like 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. So already, like, a lot of my jumps were doing group free fly jumps where we would already have a plan and we're very safety conscious. So, and then my first team experience was, actually, we were supported by XP and we were the Joyriders XP and we had a girls, all-female uh, dynamic four-way team. So that's how I learned how to be in a team. And then what I learned from that period and just to jump with the boys and having a goal and seeing the progression is, like, uh, it's insane. I really, really enjoy that. I think we kind of have this conversation with anyone who's been on a successful team. Mm -hmm. But what do you think makes a makes a good team? Like, what are good team dynamics? Good people. That's a great answer. Because <laughs> you you can make a, it's easier to make a good flyer. You know, you can't. Re it's much harder to make a better person. Mm -hmm. You can teach skill, but you can not teach how not to be an asshole. Man, <laughs> that was the best bit of advice I ever got. So, do you know Domi Kijer? No. She, okay, so she's uh, my French best friend, and uh, she was on the Joyriders, or still is on Joyriders with S me. Say her last name for me again. Kijer. Because I've seen it written, and how you say it sounds a lot nicer. So I might know the name if I read it. Or you could say Kaiga. Yeah, Domi, D-O-M-I. <laughs> okay. Mm. And, and then say that last name for me one more time. 
qui gère. God, it's so pretty. <laughs> oh, man. It's like, I think that's how you say it. I, I couldn't say it any better. That's for I, I read it Kiger, I think, is what my, was what my brain says when yeah. I see the word. Yeah. She mm. gave us this uh, rad bit of advice when we were putting the team together. And there was like, there was one guy trying out and he was a pretty good tunnel flyer and a, a pretty good skydiver as well. Uh, and then there's this other guy who is like maybe not at the same level, but like a, a way cooler dude. And she's like, just pick the guy that you want to spend time with, like, because it's so much harder to teach someone to be a nice person. Yeah. So it was the best choice. Like that, that bit, one bit of advice has shaped the next six years of my life and got a new brother from it. So it's cool. John Hamilton had given us the advice, like you jump with somebody, go for it, make sure you can jump with them. And we like would go on a couple fun jumps with a dude and like, oh, we like this dude. We were looking for a third. Mm-hmm. And after liking the dude, like, hey, let's invite him. Like my teammate, his name was Eric. We knew like, hey, let's invite him out to drinks. Men, mm-hmm. I'm interested in the team. Hey, let's invite him out for drinks. And if we could survive a night of drinking together, we were good to go. Yeah. And that's actually how we found our third teammate. That was back in the day where I actually used to drink a lot. <laughs> Today, I'm going to have a second glass of wine in a moment. You, that's you a lot for me. Pass it on over. Honky yeah. out. It's cool, though. Teams are cool. I would recommend anyone to have a little dabble at it. You've, I think you've got to be a bit insane to go full retard with it. God, because I like you so much. <laughs> like You correct me when I use that word. I definitely, <laughs> I, we're insane, like for sure. We do, uh, most of your, you'll lose most of your family and your friends. I'm really lucky I'm from a skydiving family, so they're all retards as well, so they actually support it, which is really cool. Perfect. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's pretty hardcore to be that involved in a project for such a long period of time. How long between the founding of the team and your guys' first competition? Hmm. I'm not sure. Maybe six months. Six months. So it was something we're going to start the team. We're going to compete this year. Yeah. Or maybe we started in like just the beginning of December of the year before we did Mm -hmm. our first nationals. So how do you guys balance uh, training in the sky and training in the tunnel? Do you do do both? Yes, we do. Uh, And Uh, what what percentage of uh, your flying happens in the tunnel? Much heavier in the sky. Um, But yeah, we we also uh, up until last year, we uh, had running alongside um, the four-way team in the tunnel as well. Mm-hmm. So we wouldn't do like four uh, specific tunnel training for the sky as much as we'd be training our four-way routine, mm-hmm. which is just are, making are us better flyers anyway. dynamic? Yeah. Yeah. So depending if we'd have a competition or not, usually before a four-way dynamic competition, you want to fly a minimum 20, 25 hours. So over the season, it's really nice to have flown at least 30 plus hours together as a team. Are you counting that 30 hours of just tunnel or tunnel and sky? No, that's just tunnel. Okay. Mm. And what do you guys commit in a training year to jumps and tunnel time? What do you mean, like time-wise? How many jumps and how much tunnel time a it year? It depends from year to year. So if it's World Cup or World Meet, okay. and ideally, we'll, you'll do like between four or 500 for a World Meet year. Mm-hmm. But we only managed to do that once, I think, in Australia. And last year, we were really, really heavily plagued by injury. Uh, so the whole team together only managed, I think it was maybe 150 jumps before the world cup. Oh wow. So, but we, it came together really, really nicely. Oh, for sure. Because the Norwegian team has been one we've been watching lately a lot because you guys have some beautiful videos. I just, oh, you're welcome. Thank (laughs) you for bringing it to us. For the people that don't, maybe people that haven't seen or understand the format. Do you want to describe like what a competition looks like for you guys? Like what are you doing in the sky? Oh, it's kind of like dancing in the sky i think we have uh, seven rounds and two of those rounds are compulsory rounds so that's when the judges tell us what they want to see and the other five rounds are when we show them what we would like them to see from us mm-hmm. and yeah so we do that so it's f- five rounds of the same jump essentially yeah. trying to get your best version of that jump exactly 
And before the finals, they introduced a new rule now. So before the finals, you're allowed to drop your lower score, which is cool for the competition because it means you can be like you can take more risks in some of the moves. Because, you know, like statistically, if you look over your training schedule, you'll know how many times you're going to fuck something up or not. Mm -hmm. So if you're deciding whether you're going to keep that in or not, you can be like, ah, you know, we're going to go. We'll go for the big money. It gives you that license to just say, F it, man. Yeah. We, Which we, is important. Are we down to effing again? No, no. We just <laughs> had this proper guest earlier. <laughs> Jesse was on the show mm -hmm. as an employee of PD in PD. So I'm positive he just uh, composed himself a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Kristen actually had a note in front of her. I threw it away so you didn't see it that said no cursing because I didn't want you to feel that way. So I've been kind of trained by our last two guests to mm -hmm. go to F it. No, fuck it, man. You have <laughs> I the do like that. I've lowered the tone. I do like that. Nick crossed out no right. and underlined cursing. <laughs> yeah, I, tried, I tried. She didn't fall for it. No. I tried. <laughs> yeah, it gives you that license, though, to say fuck it. And like, yeah. you know what? We're willing to try. And that, I think, is where some of the most beautiful things come from is when mm -hmm. people let go of their inhibitions. Mm -hmm. and, and for sure. Obviously important to you guys. Yeah. Yeah. So I think a lot of skydivers have a hard time hearing that they've uh, done something wrong. That <laughs> it's a really common thing of like, hey, I did it right. And if something bad happened, here's the excuse and it wasn't my fault. Mm -hmm. Do you guys, uh, how do you guys debrief? Like, how do you guys hold each other accountable? Mm, we just shout at each other a lot. Okay. So it's just <laughs> that close? No, one, no one's taken it no, too, I mean, uh, too personally? I think that it was one of the, the biggest lessons I learned. And it was back with the Joyriders when I was told that I was defensive. And it's really... No, I'm not. Exactly. <laughs> so then you feel like every no, time you're you talk, you're like, uh, no, oh, damn it, I can't say anything. But if you... It was a, such a great lesson and it changed the way that I was able to communicate in a debrief. Mm -hmm. And I'm really, really grateful for every lesson that all of my teammates have taught me because I feel like I've, I have lots of teammates. We're like eight joyriders. We have four people in Zion and five as well. Uh, we've had a couple of different people through the tunnel team. And uh, yeah, you always learn something new and they're really, really harsh lessons, mm -hmm. but they can help you when you take them on board. So, so so being aware of the possibility that maybe you're being defensive, mm -hmm. how does that make you change your approach when an issue comes up? You just swallow, swallow your pride and, and listen or? In the beginning, I think it was a case of swallowing it, mm -hmm. which maybe just gave me, made me uh, more aware of how to listen and listening to receive the information instead of listening to already formulate a reply, you know? So, and, and just really working on not taking things personally. That's something that I struggle with for sure. Because if you're, especially if you're like, nobody's going to give you a harder time than you're probably going to give yourself anyway. So, yeah. Working on uh, being better. No, dude, I, I'm I'm really loving the way you're saying these things. I'm a huge advocate of. I, I've said this on the show too many times. I'll say it again, though. If I was taught, if somebody says something that you don't like and you take it personally and you're offended by it, you probably needed to hear it. So mm -hmm. stop, digest it, understand it, and then a day later respond to it. Because mm -hmm. in a day later, you're probably going to say thank you, I needed to hear that and my ego couldn't take it. Mm -hmm. Or you're going to be able to give a formal, proper, like, hey, so I understood what you said and this mm -hmm. is what I'm trying to do. So mm -hmm. e either way, you're going to win. Yeah, exactly. So, no, Nick, you, you pointed me like I had something to say. No, I, was oh, just, I, just, I just saw you stand up to that microphone like you might have some. No, input. I'm leaning in right now because I'm just really enjoying <laughs> what she's saying. <laughs> so, uh, do you have any idea how much time you have in the tunnel total? No, I don't. 
Do you uh, have a technique or a strategy that you've utilized to get so much time in the tunnel? Yeah, don't think about it. Just keep don't flying. Just keep Any <laughs> opportunity you have to fly, go and fly. If you start to think about how much money you're going to spend or what the plan is, or at least for me, because I'm not from a wealthy background. So if I tried to formulate how it was possible for me to do what I've, I'm doing now, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not sure. I would. It would just be too much of a task. So I just turned up to the tunnel every week, turned up to the drop zone every week. I was as helpful. There's a lot of busy people, like successful people are usually very busy, right? Mm-hmm. So I would identify who needed help and help them. And then just keep helping as much as you can. That's and a usually great, that's when that's a great bit of advice. Like I remember it would you would help so much and then usually people order too much tunnel time and they get tired at the end of their camp and they're like, Oh, you can fly that last five minutes for me. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. So have, have you had any teammates who work for the tunnel or anything like that? Um, not really. We coach, but not okay. really full time in the tunnel okay. or anything. No. What's uh, what's your favorite thing to teach in the tunnel? Mm, mm, interesting question, sir. Uh, I don't know. Running around the walls, I think. To be honest, that's a lot of fun. Because <laughs> so sometimes things sometimes get really serious. Are just great. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes things get way too serious, so it's really fun just to dick off. So <laughs> I'll, I'm curious to your answer because I know if somebody asks, I do a lot of canopy coaching. What's your favorite thing to coach as a canopy coach? And Part of my answer immediately goes to like turns. I want to teach somebody how to go big. But my immediate response today, because Mm -hmm. I've become aware of this, is my favorite thing to teach is not a favorite thing. Mm -hmm. It's personalities. Mm -hmm. That's what I thrive on. Not what I'm teaching. It's who I'm teaching. Yeah. So how does like, I think that's where you might be going. Yeah, I'm um, just to have the interaction with people. You mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's I. I mean, I. If I was to choose, if it's tunnel or sky, I much prefer to coach in the sky. Uh, I like th- the just the the whole day, the whole way a drop zone is put together, and I really feel I have so much to give there. I don't consider myself like uh, formally a tunnel coach, you know. Uh, and when mo- a lot of the teaching that I do do, it would be more based around competition because I've mostly done four way. Mm-hmm. So there, I feel I have more to give. So I th- I love to teach the things that I feel I have the most to give in. So whatever that might be at the time, it will be the thing I like to teach most. So watching your guys' routine, there's a, a mix of a lot of like. Uh, different static and different dynamic skills. Mm-hmm. Are there different parts of your routine that you focus more on in the tunnel or do you, or do you fly the whole routine? So we've ne- always had kind of a policy that if you can fly your routine in the tunnel, then it's not a free fly routine because it's too vertical because mm-hmm. it's too small a space. So you shouldn't be able to fly your routine in the tunnel, right? You should be able to using the mm-hmm. whole sky, big lines, Saturday night lines. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, going big and really using the speed changes as well, which you can't do in the tunnel. Mm-hmm. Um, that now has recently, I think, changed because of the 32-foot tunnel. So I'm not sure if we can God, say that, that anymore. That thing's wild. So we're going to go try it out. We're going to go and take our sky routine and uh, try that out over there. And I, I hope you awesome. guys are going to share that online, I hope. For sure. I can't <laughs> wait to see. You know, I have a few friends in Dubai and to see them doing dynamic groups mm-hmm. next to VFS groups. Yeah. I'm like, what the... the like, Sick. <laughs> like, you guys have enough separation in the tunnel to deploy. Like, yeah. you, you, can, you have, like, separation here. Yeah, it's no, so it looks cool. real cool. So... Really important question. Mm-hmm. Your glass of wine is empty. Should we fill it? There There's something about bears in the woods and defecating. Does the poke <laughs> shit in the woods? <laughs> the we- bears wear pointy yeah, hats? Exactly. Do skydivers at PD drink? <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently we do now. Man, I, I have to be curious where these glasses came from because as we looked for corkscrews in the kitchen, mm-hmm. I recognize these glasses in there as well. So I'm guessing they came from the same place they that corkscrew may, did. They may have come from the PD kitchen. <laughs> so... Oh, okay. I was wondering <laughs> if the PD kitchen got them from the perfect spot. Ah, right. <laughs> ah, you're right. Yeah, maybe. Who can yeah, say? Because yeah. hmm. I think you came from the drop zone straight here today. 
Uh, I went. I was at home. We were debriefing at home today. Okay. Yeah. You guys have so you guys. Riley Marshall is the one who mm-hmm. actually suggested we have you on the show first. She's a cutie patootie. Oh my god, Riley's the bomb, isn't she? She she's wonderful. I've known her. Um, I'm an Infinity athlete at VSC, mm-hmm. and so I've known her since those days. Mm-hmm. And I, I, uh, the owner Kelly is uh, maybe throwing everybody in her bus a little bit. He's like, "Do you know a girl named Riley Marshall?" Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm, "I don't." Dude, she wants this job, and she doesn't have very many jumps. And uh, So we did a lot of cyber-stalking of her mm-hmm. and immediately fell in love with that young lady. Yeah, she's a sweetheart. She's wonderful. She's got a great sense of humor, too. Dude, have you you know her shirt? Her uh, She told me about this today. Yeah. She's had some kind of hairy chest shit <laughs> yeah, or something. Yeah. And in the middle of the show, she just sits there and discreetly like takes her shirt off. And my immediate thought was like... She's got a hairy belly. <laughs> yeah. God damn. That was funny shit. God damn. I was like, oh. So she's got... Like, I used to have that little little, 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 because words Uh, I used to do that job like I wasn't based here but Riley and I had a very similar job Uh, she's uh, I think she's probably about 10 years younger than me though Riley so so she's 21 you're 31 exactly yeah Mm -hmm. you're welcome (laughs) indeed so you're saying the similar job now for UPT you had it for UPT yeah so I was the UPT European tour rep for many many years and we were, had a lot of the things that she does now are the things that I used to do. So that explains really cool. why we saw you at PIA working with UPT a little bit more. Yeah. Because honestly, uh, PIA, very few athletes support their sponsors the way I think they probably should. Yeah. Like I know LMB, we're in the booth. I commonly get asked the question, like, how do you guys, like LMB, get the athletes to support the system so well? And mm-hmm. I won't divulge those secrets. Mm-hmm. But I will say, how often do you see athletes in the booth at PIA? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a great thing when the athletes can go there. And uh, it's uh, really, really cool collaborations available. And that's probably something that's not uh, across the board, not utilized enough in our mm-hmm. sport. But it's getting better and better, I think. It's we used to be so ungracious and I don't mean you and I, but as an industry, as athletes, we were not very uh, understanding of what we receive. Mm-hmm. But if you put a monetary value, whether you're getting a discount or a full uh, a full a free ride and guys and gals, if you're listening, free rides don't really exist the way you think they do. Most of your sponsored athlete friends, like if you get a huge discount, you're probably one of the best athletes there ever was, mm-hmm. right? Um, man, look at the monetary value that company's giving you, and what can you do to give back? Mm. Like when PD comes to Houston, you can almost bet money that weekend's off for me. Yeah. Because, like, what can I do to host them? Yeah. You know, you show up to UPT. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't expect anybody to show up to PIA, but if they're in your town, yeah. why aren't Same you showing up? Right? Mm. Show up, hang out in their booth, because I've never seen a manufacturer turned down an athlete for hanging out in their booth. No. I mean, I was uh, super lucky to have gone. I did like a kind of backwards thing because I think before <laughs> it's more common that you would be in a team mm-hmm. uh, and then maybe you'd work in the industry afterwards where I was working in the industry before I did any team skydiving. So I, I was, I mean, PD have been, I've been with PD for maybe more than 10 years and they took me on board as well when I was on the road. So my whole progression, my whole canopy progression, everything that I've ever known, which, which is really, really fucking cool, right? Because mm-hmm. that's another thing about being a sponsored athlete. It's never, it's not just the top tier competition teams. There's different instructors that will be helped out. So it really depends on like the relationship and what you can, the, the partnership that you can offer with the brand. Yeah. So like PD for me, yeah, the, I think my first canopy from them was like a... Spectre 135 or something, and they took me through the whole range. So, man, yeah. what a! I, 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 I'm, 
I can't say this enough because performance designs has given us a room to use mm-hmm. for a week said mm-hmm. and done. Mm-hmm. Like how many people will give you free range, free access? I mean, it's yeah, they're letting us be here after hours right now so we can do our thing. It's real great. Lay naked on a bed Lay of cannabis. <laughs> <laughs> You what? weren't supposed to talk oh, about that. Gosh, <laughs> I left yeah. out the hand job part. God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, feeling, it's feeling more and more like a normal show every yeah. minute. So let's go back one second. Mm-hmm. You don't have to care what you say in the podcast. Mm-hmm. People laugh. Okay. S- just release them. Yeah, okay. I, I would love, like, just talking to you now. Mm-hmm. I first of all understand why KDP is in love with you. <laughs> um, I promise you, Katie. She's K- so cute. She jokes around about people thinking she's a lesbian, but she mm-hmm. said for Anna, I am. I'll be there. <laughs> I'm sure you've heard Thanks, her say KDP. It. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, just the personalities and what you have to bring. If mm-hmm. your team's anything like you, you guys really need to just let this podcast run. <laughs> let it roll because it, it's so much fun to do. Mm-hmm. It's so much fun to talk shit. Mm-hmm. It's, I, it's like the meaning of life, isn't it? Talking shit. It is. And <laughs> Super good at life. One of, <laughs> so good at life. One of my goals in this podcast is so many people want to get to know their heroes. Who, Man, everybody knows who Anna Moxness is or everybody knows who, uh, who? John LeBlanc. John's yeah. going to be on the show later. Oh, cool. So is it later tonight? No, no. no we're done. This is number three today. <laughs> we're done. We'll be doing about six and a half hours plus oh, today's podcast. Which good job, gentlemen. Um, no, thank y'all for doing the heavy lifting because every guest has been wonderful. Mm-hmm. And every guest has been really different too. I I think we both worried about man, are we going to get repetitive and get lost in what the conversations yeah. are? But yeah, everyone's been, been super unique, totally so, yeah. different. I'm not worried about our next three guests: mm-hmm. Tom Noonan, Bill Booth, John LeBlanc. You're Can right. they tell stories? Mm-hmm. We'll just sit back and be like, mm-hmm. go at it, boys. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but PD, like just just what they've done for us. Mm-hmm. I, I can't thank the folks enough for letting us be here. I forget what I was saying because I'm drinking wine now. That's all right. I'm a one glass guy. That's I'm in two glasses, and thanks. Yeah, it's cool. The, I mean, it, there's not really. Po- it's so much. It's so much more. <laughs> Watch out! You've been taking notes on my techniques. <laughs> wine everywhere. Yeah, I feel like it's it's so much more. It's such a family industry as well. Uh, if it wasn't for, and mostly, if, if I was going to talk about a team experience, for example, if it wasn't for just the emotional support that our sponsors have given us, you know, mm-hmm. the the direction, the help, the tuition, the, there's so much more that comes with it, which mm-hmm. is absolutely invaluable. So yeah. we're we're super lucky with the guys we work with. Super lucky. And then when they greet you, the way they treat mm-hmm. you, you know, it, it's it's Jacob. You know Jacob, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. The first time I met Jacob, I was like, "Hey, man!" And he didn't know who I was at all yet. Like, yeah. "Hey, I really want to thank you. I'm a sponsored athlete." Blah blah. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. It is us who thank you. Yeah. Is that a good Jacob? That's a great really good <laughs> it Jacob. Thank you. Uh, we have regular phone calls nowadays. Yeah. Okay. I'll talk to him tomorrow morning at like six thirty because you know the time change. Yeah. Um, and it really is. They're so gracious for yeah. good athletes mm-hmm. and I, I couldn't thank PD, LMB, in your case UPT, whoever it is who supports us. They're so wonderful. I like it with UPT because do you know Rosie? I don't but I know the okay, name. So Rosie's like she's basically my sister now. It's been many years I've been jumping but I know like and everybody at UPT actually but I, I feel safer you know because yeah. I know that there's nothing that's going to go past her front door like or anybody there that's mm-hmm. not like because it, it's it's your it's your sister it's your brother it's your mother your father jumping the rigs you yeah. know so it's this really like fierce kind of uh, vibe to make sure that everything yeah. that we have and we wear is is good to go. My last three containers from Infinity all came with handwritten notes somewhere. Oh, cutest! It, like somebody asked me, "Did you open the production manager at the time you met? Uh, what's his name? Sean. Mm-hmm, hey, yeah. bro, did you open your owner's manual?" I'm like, Sean. 
how long are you, the owner's manual? Like, wh- did I get one? Mm-hmm. And he's like, open your owner's manual. And there was a really nice note in there from mm-hmm. Infinity. Uh, and then the rest came. Like, after that, they realized, like, we should just put these in the container because they're not going to read the owner's manual. Like, by the way, guys and gals, read your owner's manual. But it was my seventh rig that I'd had. So, like, I'm not going to read the owner's manual. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't thank them enough. They're, they're, they're great people. I say them, any sponsors, anybody who supports what we do, because, God, this is not a rich sport. We are not, like, I, I live in a very nice house. Do you know why? Why? I'm married to a very nice lady. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not. Sh- sugar mama is what we call that. Uh, there is a Gold Diggers Club of Scott Ives, Faceland. <laughs> and we had a Gold Diggers episode. I, by the way, that is the Gold Diggers episode, Critter, Matthew, and myself. Oh, man, I missed it. Critter's the vice president, and we just recently <laughs> indoctrinated Matthew. Hmm. So it, it, we, we are all married up. One of them's married to an anesthesiologist. Ooh. He was complaining on the show, and I'm like, bro, I'm going to start a new TV show called The Doctor's Husband, because yeah. your life is hard. Take it easy, Mr. Mom. He was complaining because his car wouldn't start by his phone one day, and he had to take it to the dealer. I'm like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> his phone wouldn't start his car remotely? <laughs> yeah. I looked at Matthew. I'm my like, day is ruined. Bro, yeah. my phone plays Stand music in, in my car. That's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's so tell me, is it? this is on Facebook now? Yes, that? it is. Yes, it is. Yeah, oh, he's muted. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Ah. So it'll be on Facebook until we're done. We're okay. going to delete it. Ah. Normally what happens is it stay, it's on Facebook. When we're done, it stays published on Facebook. Uh-huh. I would say about 5 to 10% of our audience listens or watches through video. Yeah, not, okay. not many, of, not many yeah. people watch it live on a normal. Okay. So yeah. some, sometimes okay. it's like 5, sometimes it's maybe 30 on the, on okay. the higher yeah. end. Eight and some people kind of right c- come and, yeah. ah, come and go through. Something. Through the conversation? Have they got questions? Yeah, dude. Ask Anna a yeah. question, guys. Uh, we get about 750 downloads a week right now. Oh, wow. The, yeah. That's cool. It's, it's, I can't believe it. Mm-hmm. Like, so not, We're not Joe Rogan yet, but we're on our way. I will Is never be <laughs> Joe Rogan because I don't do enough TRT. What's TRT? Testosterone replacement therapy. The reason he ah. looks like a gorilla. Ah. <laughs> That's how you stay jacked into your 50s. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. How He's, do I get that? <laughs> uh, my brother uh, <laughs> prescribes these tests, these these hormones to people. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of women are actually put on testosterone. Really, I've had this really? conversation with a few women recently who I'm have not gone sure to I need any testosterone. Hormone doctors. Well, I mean, you'd be surprised. Really? Yeah, that seems like the, the I'm pretty three, ripped. The <laughs> <laughs> and it's not necessarily just being jacked, right? A lot yeah. of it is just uh, treating your mood, yeah. treating uh, you know your sleep. Oh. So. Uh, Testosterone, thyroid, and vitamin D are the three most common things that hmm. are prescribed to women. Hmm. Uh, for, for guys, we seem to be a little more simple where they just give us testosterone and everything in life gets better. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, women, it seems like there's a little uh, more of a balance. Sometimes women are more complicated, are you trying to say? I didn't, we're I very didn't say simple creatures. <laughs> yeah. Now, I'm not going to say y'all are complicated. Y'all. <laughs> we are simple, simple creatures. Mm-hmm. One, the, the most ignorant, most stubborn, and most simple creature ever created on this planet was a human male. Mm. 100% believe it because I coach them all the time. <laughs> Coaching a lady, rarely do I get fights. I, I Some do. Mm-hmm. Coaching guys, I'm regularly like, bro, check your ego, dude. Mm. Like, you're, you're paying me for a reason. Like, mm-hmm. Let's think about this. Mm-hmm. Women, maybe once a year I have that gal. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's, that's a huge ratio. So Zion Free Fly, I think that's where we're at at some point. Zion. 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 I feel like I'm in the Matrix. Yeah. Zion. Zion. <laughs> um, <laughs> you guys have been a team for six years. Yep. What in the last six years has been your most fond memory? And that's such a hard question. Uh, we had a lot. We've been super lucky. We've had done some really cool things. We did the Sakura Cup, the four-way indoor. Uh, we went to Japan uh-huh. and flew that together. That was really, really, really fucking cool. 
my husband joined the team last year, and that was a really unique experience to start flying with my husband. How is that? Like it's I, cool. Is like, flying inside with you? Yeah, yeah. It's really, really cool. Like, he's a badass. Like, he's a full badass. So It's, it's challenging. I've seen a lot of couples do teams, mm-hmm. and the most challenged teams I've ever seen, and some of the most successful teams I've ever mm. seen, have been husband and wife. Yeah. So, like, how do you two make that work? Mm, he's really mellow. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to, like, I, I always wonder if one day he's going to kind of, like, wake up and kill me in his sleep or something because he's so chilled all the time. I've been living with my wife for 17 years. She's yeah. yelled at me once. Yeah. Nick, you know me well enough. Do you think I've deserved it more than once? Oh, no question. Yeah. <laughs> and th- the funny part, she yelled at me, left the room, slammed the door. I'm sorry, baby. Wow. I'm telling on you. She don't listen to the show. Slammed <laughs> the door out, and I sat there perplexed. Like? When she walked back in. How many years into your relationship? I'm trying to put this in context. We lived in the house we live in now. Okay. That, I mean, so 10 years plus. Okay. Wow. And when she walked back in the room, I was like, hey, she yelled. So I'm like, I am so sorry, sweetheart. She Mm -hmm. goes, nope, I need to apologize. I'm like, no, 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 I'm so sorry. She's like, no, actually, for once, I need to apologize because one of the few times you didn't deserve to get yelled at, I yelled at you, and I think that's why I yelled because you were being very rational and cool, and you're usually the idiot. So I was like, oh, okay, okay. So it wasn't, I I was perplexed. It's like, I I thought I was doing good. Yeah. Like, you've trained me, baby. And that's what made her mad as I was being composed. Yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like we are married to the same person. (laughs) I hope not. That would be weird, right? <laughs> I mean, you know, it depends on your standard yeah, of life. That's true. It's true. I hear you have a very nice house. I kissed Bo on the lips today. You did? Did yes. you? Yeah, I did. Dude, how come I didn't get any of that? Come on. Uh, we, when we were on our way out, I gave him a hug and a kiss. Aww. And you know Bo's not going to flinch at that. Yeah. So yeah. everybody else Stepped is right that. It's like we were crazy. Well, He is pretty. You know, not as pretty as Jesse. Oh, yeah. Jesse's your new yeah, favorite. Yeah. Old Jesse does Old Je- not <laughs> match. <laughs> Jesse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nick, I'm with you on this train. I love it. Let's keep let's keep that going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the way, uh, I, I've made a decision this evening in this show. Yeah. We're releasing three episodes mm-hmm. right away. Mm-hmm. This week, Bill will be on the show. We'll release it that night. Mm-hmm. So next week, we'll release John. Mm-hmm. The following week, we're going to release a third. I didn't decide who it was. And then over the next couple months, we'll slowly trickle these out because mm-hmm. we'll have a lot canned. Mm-hmm. I know who my third episode, who my, my, my third release is. Who's your third release? Looking at this beautiful lady, right? <laughs> this is God. our style. Every, what you're yeah. doing is us. <laughs> and, and everything sounds better Hang on, better are you telling accent? me that Bill Booth and John LeBlanc are my warm-up act? Is that what I just said? That's true. <laughs> That's right, girl. <laughs> Love those babies. Straight up. <laughs> Straight up. I mean, you know, they're only human. <laughs> Let's be real. No matter what you say, you know you're prettier than both those fellas. <laughs> oh, no, they're pretty cute. <laughs> Bless. I mean, I, I am into a man with a good beard. His beard is fucking fabulous. I want to run my face through it. Yeah, I've <laughs> seen many, many people run their face through his beard, to be honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does he allow it? He does. Oh, he's DJ has a big problem a with facial contact. Don't, 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 don't touch it. Dude, <laughs> somebody touched my face this last <laughs> week, and I, I like, I compose myself. I breathe. I'm trying to get over it. I have a very irrational fear. If you touch my face, I freak out. It's like, okay. pretty irrational. It's, uh, it's almost the yeah. rudest, not rudest. All it, but I want to do now is touch your face. <laughs> It's the sternest <laughs> I've ever seen you be with a person. Um, oh, he's braced for Oh, my God. That wasn't no, so bad. It. <laughs> that wasn't I, uh, so bad. Oh, so I'm trying to get over it because fear is irrational. No, but yeah. I've seen him get, like, 
dead right. serious with someone. Hey, I know that you think that I'm kidding, but I'm really serious right now. Don't ever do that again. Which <laughs> just makes you want to do it more. Yeah, I mean, kind of. <laughs> but it's no? that is a know. good reaction because yeah. I've actually turned around swinging at somebody who's touched my face, really? which is a stupid douchebag of me. Yeah. We talked about Tex being an angry man. <laughs> I love you, Tex. Um, and we all grow up. And thank God my wife had the patience to let me grow up through this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Tex is not an angry man anymore. He's vegan now. <laughs> That's unsubstantiated <laughs> gossip. No, we just I'm had him on the sure show last week. <laughs> He's that. a vegan yogi now. Did you know He's that? So cute. I love love, and dude. So and he cute. wears only yoga pants. So lovely. <laughs> yoga pants and skinny jeans. Great. That's Great. not true. Anyone that doesn't know that, it is a hundred percent true. Texture, my good friend. I wouldn't let that go out to the world unchallenged. <laughs> he listened live a little bit last show. His uh, he said uh, Kristen's favorite Facebook page was his or you Instagram. So ah, can you yeah, imagine him okay. in yoga pants that says Bucky's on the ass? What's Bucky's? Oh my god. Okay, so <laughs> I do not know or even personally, I'm not like a really devout customer to many places. Okay. Bucky's is a gas station. Okay. That has a religious following. Really? They're is like, it only in Texas? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. Mm. Not anymore. I believe there's one in Alabama. I Alabama. Alabama. Maybe one in Louisiana also. We drive to Florida a lot, my wife and I, because we have family here. Uh-huh. And so, uh, no, they, it's it's spreading. It's no longer just in Texas, but only until the last couple of years it hasn't been. But it's mm-hmm. almost like a Walmart-sized gas station. They have their own apparel. They have like 100 gas pumps. Oh. And he ain't, dra- he ain't exaggerating one bit. And there, there are a handful that I've seen that are like regular size gas stations. Yeah. Okay. But all the new ones they're building are it's just like Ouch. a mecca. And they're uh, Bucky's, they're you say? Bucky's. B U C apostrophe E E S. Holy bulls! Yeah. <laughs> if you're watching this on Facebook, I'm sure Justin shared some Bucky's pictures by now. If you're not a local Texan, something that blows my mind: we're a Texas podcast, right? I've had yeah. to do some math lately. We're, I'm dealing with some advertisers, and we're like less than thirty percent Texas listeners. Really? Like, yeah, we we have actually early on we were 70 yeah. percent because that's Th- our home. that just means our friends are sick of us by now yeah. for sure dude or d- could also mean that your listeners got ma- no, way bigger right change the no and by the because way math that really big building you saw <laughs> yeah it's just a car wash oh really cool. that's just yeah, the I think it's the, so texas you, you guys gotta help me out texas is oh sorry go on it's the largest one i think that car wash in uh was it, it it's west of katie brookshire yeah katie, the katie i think P that's one. the west biggest of drive through <laughs> car wash in the u.s yes really yeah yeah, if oh, not shit. the world, I'm not sure. Yeah, it's Mostly the world. I, I have driven through that car wash one time, and when, when I was maybe 30 seconds into the car wash, there's a giant light that illuminates in the shape of the Bucky's yep. logo. Puts and, it on your windshield. Uh, yeah, it was, really? It That's blew cool. my mind. I was so excited. I love car washes. You hit your car then. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Um, you were asking Texas. Yeah, like, it's crazy, Texas. Especially, no, I, I think it's crazy. I don't think crazy. it's that crazy. No? There are definitely some fanatical things elements so, of I, Texas? I mean that it's crazy in the way that it's so different because I've been to, I've been, uh, I've done a few, this had, I met Tex for the first time actually, we did a tunnel camp. Uh, so I've been to Austin and I think I've been where you guys are. Houston. Houston. Yeah. But then I went to Dallas mm-hmm. now for the, that was where the PIA was, Dallas right? is the Los Angeles of Texas. Nobody in Dallas, Texas Dallas. likes Dallas except for Dallas. That was fucking crazy. Dallas was the one of the most crazy places I've ever been in my life. Like three the, people committed suicide in three days. You were at PIA. Yeah. Jesus. That and was nuts. I was talking to people about it and they were just like, yeah, yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah. I'm like, there's people falling from the sky. Nobody wants to address this. Like, yeah, it just happens. It's okay. So apparently that hotel has a lot of suicides. Well, yeah. I mean, we were built there. for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you were there for that night. 
That was one of the nights you were there. Yeah, I think dude, I, I hit was it. There. I think. Oh my god, really? Yeah, because everybody started screaming sure. downstairs in the atrium. I think you'd call yeah, it. Yeah. So, and I, I kind of get up to go to my door, and then I think, no, nah, I'm in Texas. That could be somebody getting shot. So I'm not going to go and check it. Or I'm in the States even, you know? Yeah, but yeah. I'm glad I stayed inside. And I think Riley dropped her shoe over the balcony or something where she was looking down. I slept completely God. through it, but I can once I, I can't fall asleep well, but once I fall asleep, you can drive a truck through the room. And I'm like, mm. oh, I didn't hear it. I slept. My, our dogs get crazy sometimes. And my wife's like, did you hear that? I'm like, hear what? There was thunder and lightning. Our yeah. dogs were freaking out last night. I'm like, <laughs> do you, I slept great. Do you still sleep with the white noise in the room? 100%, yeah. yeah. I had to turn this on to white noise last night. You ever do earplugs? I do, and I don't like them. You don't audio like earplugs. Books. What's that? Audiobooks. Audiobooks? Yeah. Well, I don't like listening to them when I sleep because I like to enjoy them while I'm awake. Oh. Does that, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 But you can get just some ones that you've listened to a hundred times before and you know the story or... No? Did we talk about bedtime stories? There's have you that po- have you heard that podcast? There's a, yeah, there's a podcast. It's yeah, crazy. That's right. It's yeah. absolutely insane. But I, it does I make I couldn't you remember asleep. if it was an app or a podcast. Mm-hmm. But it's, yeah. it's like they, they get the perfect voices mm-hmm. that just tell you these great bedtime stories. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if you, I can see some people's brains following the story and making it harder for you to sleep if you're that's not able to, to quit paying attention. So yeah. I can see where the white noise comes in. But the for me, like I can almost not sleep without earplugs anymore. And uh, my noise-canceling earbuds are sometimes the new earplugs, yeah. and those are pretty well. I can sleep with earplugs in, but in general, I just don't like it. So you know that thing I don't like touching my face issue? <laughs> and I got a, you got away with it because you touched the hair. I, you, I was ready for you to uh, rub the cheek, and okay. I'm like, I'm going to deal with yeah, this. I don't know you that well yet. No skin to skin. Yeah, thank well. you. Yeah. No, I'm British, like, you know. Can't be raw-dogging on the cheek. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I just... White noise makes it the best for me, and you're right. You know me well enough. If I had the audio book, my brain would race and come mm. alive and get lit up, and a very vivid imagination. So if I listen to an audio book, I start picturing and visualizing. Mm. And I'm like, oh, I'm awake now. Now I need to read a book. So, so, so that Bucky's car wash in <laughs> Katy, Texas, God. is the world's longest, I, recognized by Guinness Book of World Records. Who texts you? He's, huh? he's just looking it up on the ah, yeah. I said Katy P. Texas. No, it's in the I city know. of Katy. Hang on. Katy, Texas. Katy, Texas. Katy, yeah. And Katy, Texas. I got yeah. not Katy text us. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Which makes total sense since we've talked about Katy P. since you walked in the door this that evening. She's she's yeah. a gem. She is a goddess. I'm going to see. Oh, I'm supposed men. to tell you this. Okay. Hire Katy P. I don't know for what, but hire hi, Katy P. I, I hire her like at least once a week. <laughs> God, I... For what sort of tasks? <laughs> what is she doing for you remotely? No, not remotely, but once a week-ish, I'm kind of saying, hey, you should do this. Hey, you should do that. She's like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do that. She's mm. coming to work for us uh, in two weeks, actually, here. Oh, cool. Mm. I Doing think it what? might be, she's organizing, coaching. We're going to help her be a coach, so <sighs> she tried you. to be a coach. That's cool. Yeah. I So we just talked with Kristen, and one of the things, or maybe this was you. Man, this is where the story start blending. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. it was you. Um, I forget. Tell me. Uh, what drives me more than anybody else, anything else is other people's success. I love watching people succeed. Nick actually learned this in February. I think you knew of it, but in February you saw it. Yeah. I may have cried. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> oh, dude, you saw So, um, man, I'm just going to... I'll tell the story, and I hope you don't mind me No, it's a it. good story. We're in an so appropriate place for this story. Carl and I were sitting at, P, uh, at PIA, mm-hmm. and we were having a, a business conversation. You know how those go. Um, he had time away from PD. I had time away from LB. So, man, all these initials. And we, he was talking about, I've been with the company for a long time, and I represent a couple brands with my company. 
and he said, hey, look, I want to support what you do. I want to support not just you anymore, but I want to support some of your brands. I said, cool, I would really like to bring Nick Law into the fold. Mm -hmm. Immediately, like, no, straight up, he needs to be here. He should have been here a long time ago. Said some really great things about Nick. Mm -hmm. So I said, well, he's here. He happens to be here today. And he's like, he is. Let's go meet him right now without even hesitating. Mm -hmm. So we went and I introduced Carl and Nick. And I did my best to compose myself, but when it comes to crying, I am a bitch, and I am fully <laughs> embraceive of men should be able, like, we, we've talked about on the show a lot, I cry, mm-hmm. I have no problem crying, and if you can't, if you're a man and you don't cry, that's okay. If you're a man and cry and you can't own it, it's okay, own it, guys, it's good. And I know positively, my eyes were full of tears as I introduced Nick, because it meant so Aww. much to me to see my man get recognition, because... You fucking deserve it, bro. Thank you. You're gonna make me cry right now. I don't want to. I'm gonna need to leave. Sorry. <laughs> so <laughs> don't worry. It'll, that's it'll get, so cute. It'll sorry. Sorry. I, I'm very. I'm. I, no. I'm good at taking away. I'm from like a military family. So, so I'm from. I get my dad's God, a marine. We, we like to keep yeah. them feelings. His you dad's know. a marine. My dad's a 28 year marine. Yeah. My first job was in Marine Corps mess hall for four years. Oh wow. I'm a civilian contractor to the military for a lot of my life. Uh-huh. Fuck them marines. Cry, bitches. Yeah. Cry. Nah. Get at it, boys. KDP, <laughs> yeah. you're trying to embrace her success. She's f- <laughs> she's su- she's a sweetheart. I'm gonna keep her safe. <laughs> she needs help with that. Her, mm-hmm. her haircut needs help with that. Nah, I love her haircut. Yeah, I love her great. mullet. There were some good mullet yeah. stories on the last show yeah. or her show, so it was a really good time. Yeah, yeah. I love the fact that you know her dreams and that you're supporting them. <laughs> yeah, she's cool. She's a cool chick. I can't remember now how I even met KP. Well, I'm sure she you were somewhere arrived. and you heard a noise yeah. and you looked in there was KDP. She arrived and attached herself and I was like, okay, cool. So Nick this. Reyes was yeah, working yeah, in yeah, Boss yeah. and she went out there to work with him. No, I knew be my her guess. before then. You did? Yeah, I knew her before she got to okay. Boss. I think it's from here. I think she came to an event. We like we do an event here at Christmas called Fruit Fly Festival and I think she was at the first one of that and you just... Yeah, you know KDP. Yeah. She is such a brilliant human, and I, yeah, I don't she's uh, intelligently. She's such a brilliant. Human. She's so smart. It's, it's so almost crazy. like we're sponsored by KDP now. Like ting ting I, ting. I was going I on my phone for every dollar. I gladly <laughs> take that support, Katie. So whenever yeah, you're ready, Katie. we're waiting for the check. <laughs> we know you're loaded. She's got a mullet, and she's still <laughs> totally fuckable. Totally. But that guy's sweet. Katie's the BDR. You know the BDR story. I know we talked about this. Big Nick Roy. Oh, yep. Honor, <laughs> Big Nick honor, Roy. Honor for him. Yeah. I saw I saw Roy the next Dude, day at the drop I zone. I had to try and that. explain that to my mum on the phone as everybody's singing a choir of Big Dick Roy in mm. the background. And my mum was like, what? And I'm like, it's going to be a while till we're home. You said your mom's a skydiver though, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah she gets it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> She's like, I'm going to have another gin. <laughs> But KDP is so good at forcing her friendship upon you, mm-hmm. but in a way that's like, yeah, okay, I guess like it's not like it's not begrudgingly accepting her friendship. It's like, yeah, well, shit, you're just that way. You talked me into it. She's fucking right. She, she's cool. a sweetheart. Yeah, and she, I think uh, one of the things that I appreciate most in people is uh, being genuine. Yes, she is herself. Yeah, there yeah. is no question about I like that. that. It's my favorite part of the sport. It doesn't matter if you're anything. Mm -hmm. As long as you're genuine. Totally. Like, I've seen some super big douchebags who were at least genuine, and (laughs) they eventually get embraced. Initially, you won't, Mm -hmm. but, like, everybody loves Guru (laughs) Stans. You obviously know Guru. I don't know him. But you appreciate it. Guru, I I love you. Great dude. You're my my good friend. I think he comes here sometimes, right? I think I maybe know who he is. Always wears, like, camo shorts. 
lots of tattoos and yeah, things yeah. like this. Yeah. yeah, what a weirdo. Yeah, and he would he would admit he's very like polarizing. Thank you. Mm. Very polarizing. That's teal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not back into this. Touche, sir. We're gonna Touché. find all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. No, he uh he's very polarizing. You know what I mean by that? Uh, you either love him or you hate him. That's pretty okay. much how it goes. And nice. he he knows it and he embraces it and he's mm-hmm. like fuck it. Mm-hmm. That's who I am. And and honestly, it's back to it. KDP guru anybody. If you are you, we're gonna love you. Exactly. Yeah. Don't yeah, you'll always find your tribe. Yeah. Don't come in can. Don't come in trying to be somebody. Yeah. You know, we have a couple in Houston right now named Zach and Stephanie, mm-hmm. and they have come in and they've done a lot of things I see other new jumpers the, do. The littles, right? Uh, well, she's little, he is Spencer. Oh, they're not married. They're okay. Not married, yeah. Um, and they've done sometimes I see a lot of couples do where they're they're bringing the staff a lot of stuff. They're being very inviting. They're like mm-hmm. throwing parties at their house, and you see people do it who are trying too hard, mm-hmm. and they're just kind of like eh. Zach and Stephanie have done it, and mm-hmm. everybody loves them because they're doing what they do. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, I love that of them. Mm-hmm. Who they probably have no clue the show exists, and I don't blame them. You have much better things to do with your time than listen to us get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Really? Who could possibly have better things to do with their time? Then why don't you publish <laughs> y'all's show? That's y'all's a really show. good question. Yeah, right. Yeah. Wait, you guys got a name for it? What's the, oh, oh, our show. Yeah. yeah, it's called the Bin Day Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. It's the next big thing. The what podcast? Bin Day. What's that? Because like? it's the day that, you know, like it usually goes uh, by the wayside, but it's the day that the, the council in Voss comes to collect our bins. And because they, we have like three floors living in the same house and we're all skydivers. Oh, bin day, like collecting the garbage. Exactly, okay. garbage day. I got you. Sorry, in American, the translation would be garbage day. Trash day, garbage day. Trash day. Yeah. So we all <laughs> get together and we eat and then we do the podcast and we drink a lot of red wine and then we take the bins out. God, you, should, <laughs> you should just release them and see what sort of... <laughs> you've got them recorded? I think we've got a couple recorded, yeah. And Asher, actually, he's my one of the guys that lives downstairs from us. He's an Australian dude, and he he's a stand-up comedian as well, and a skydiver, and he's funny. So <laughs> you guys, he's always do it. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Please one day, do. well, we'll do it when you guys come to Voss, and we can release it then. It can be our opening act. No, don't wait for us. <laughs> Please share y'all with share the world. Y'all. I mean, you said you wanted to go to Voss, right? Straight yeah. up, well, more than uh, more than one ridiculous idea. Including the one we're executing right now, the Deland Air Show, yeah. have come up via <laughs> the via the podcast. Dude. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say that it's too ambitious to imagine that we could both be in Voss at the same time. Dude, yeah. it's come together. It's all our the fans universe. have actually said, "Please do this again." Without mm-hmm. us ever doing the first one, there's been a few people who have offered to support us doing this again. Oh, that's our cool. fans have put this together for us. Like that's we, awesome. I did the organizing, but our mm-hmm. fans help support this big time. Shout out to all of you who has to be anonymous, but they. Our airfare, our Airbnb, everything. This one to come here. Yes, oh, this is supported awesome. by our listeners. Really? They're the shit, man. Oh, that's so fucking like, cool. We ain't nothing but a bunch of chumps with microphones. Right. <laughs> so here it is. We're trying to think about doing this again one day. Uh huh. We need a European, the Voss Air Show. God damn. Sounds nice. Mm. I get you some good guests. Oh my god. I can talk some shit in that house. I tell you. Oh my god. We <laughs> got to refigure. We'll, we'll reapproach this a later time. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So I forget where we're at. I'm going to drink this wine. <laughs> hey, you enjoy that. So uh, let's just say that I'm a new free flyer. Yeah. And I oh, we're back to business. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> okay, cool. I, I always <laughs> tend to bring it back to skydiving okay, just because cool. I, I feel like that's what most of our listeners okay. tune in for. Yeah. Oh, uh, really? Ev- ev- well, <laughs> no, said and done. I mean, okay, so this this is my experience. These guys, I mean, the three of you could get down a scotch rabbit hole that I just don't connect okay, with. Okay, okay. So you're a new to, free flyer. 
Yeah. Okay. okay. So, and and let's say I'm interested in doing a team. Yeah. So, uh, what's what's the first step? I want to do a team. Uh, what? How? How am I going to get this, pro- okay, or this so process started? When you say you're a new flea, flea flyer, well, I'm just making up a, uh, someone who's probably listening to the show, who's hearing your stories about how great it is to be on a team, and you're inspiring yeah. that person, and they want to know what's next. How do, how, do, how do they make that first step? Uh, jump with your mates, like uh, go and have some rad jump jumps with your mates. Uh, identify coaches, and uh, if you can't afford coaching at the time, just like hang out with people that are better than you mm-hmm. <laughs> and hope that they'll uh, tell you some stuff. Uh, yeah. And uh, just just keep jumping. How, how do you get uh, time with those people who are better than you? Well, I remember when I was in Imperia Brava, there was no way that I could afford coaching because mm-hmm. uh, I was working in the bar and I was working in the manifest and I was working driving the truck. And I think at the time, because this was a while ago, you got paid like Three euros fifty to work uh-huh. in the bar, you but know. But uh, I can already hear from the sounds of it that you're hustling, though. I was hustling. I was hustling hard just to be on the drop zone every day. Mm-hmm. And part one of the driving the truck, I get two jumps a day. So I collect up my jumps, and I saw some of the coaches. They were they're really busy. They got lots of stuff going on. And I would be at the bar in the night, and I'd speak to a lot of people that were afraid to talk to the coaches. Uh, so I saw that there was this kind of gap. So I said to one of the best coaches that was there at the time, this Italian guy, his name was Ippo. Filippo uh, Fabi. Filippo Fabi. I love him. He, <laughs> he gave me the best advice once. I'll tell you that after. Uh, I was like, hey, uh, I know a bunch of guys that would really like to fly with you. Uh, can I organize something for you? Like, can I put a group together? And then what's, what do they need to pay? And da, 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 da. So I got a group of people together. They split his day rate and or kind of organized a camp mm-hmm. in a way you know and then i was like can i come on the camp too because mm-hmm. i did the work and the and he was like yeah yeah for sure no worries so i got a three-day camp and then i, I kind of did like that like i connected and helped people and got to like slide in on the side so just because i'm a poor new skydiver doesn't mm-hmm. mean i have a good excuse to not pursue this goal is what you're Fuck no about. yeah no there's i really believe that there's a way for everybody in this world you know you just have to uh, Keep trying, keep trying new angles, keep pushing and just following the things that give you passion. Because when, you, when you're when alight, you alighted by something, like when you're lit on fire by something, people are going to be drawn to that just with KDP, right? Yeah. You know, it's like, there she goes again, another God. dollar in my pocket from the KTP fund. Ching, 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 ching. ching. Honky, honky. So yeah, just uh, people love that. Right? So yeah, do what sets your soul on fire for sure. Is there anything that you have an equal level of passion about uh, as you do for, with skydiving? Because I hear it in your voice when you <laughs> when you say that word passion, I, yeah. I know the feeling that you mean. Yeah. Does that does that spread anywhere else in your music. life? Music, music. Sure. Oh, you told us earlier you were a singer, yeah. and I did see that when I was talking you on Facebook yeah, thank earlier. You. <laughs> yeah, music and and my dog Moppy Lulu, my what family. What kind of dog? He, I was gonna bring him actually. Uh, he's a he's a mutt from Spain. Like nothing wrong with much. They're good nah, dogs. He's 13 now and he's fucking cruising. He's yeah. doing real good. We have two dogs back home. My wife sent me a picture a little bit ago and I miss mm. my boys. They're right? Like, oh my God, the love of a dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's, my life right there. They're good boys, man. <laughs> it's the first time we, we brought him here to the States from Norway. So, because wow. we came for six months, oh, f- about five months, four months here for the winter for training. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So, it's uh, who I forget who I was talking to. I told you Riley told me to hook up with you. Uh huh. And then somebody else goes, I don't know if she's gonna be in town. I'm like, uh, I think. Oh, I hit you up while you're in the Maldives. Ah, is what, dude? I know like the entire skydiving community is probably upset with all of those photos, but that was one of the coolest places I've ever been in my life. Yeah, I, I part of the skydiving I, community, and I'm not upset. No, 
I want people to continue to post. I have tons of friends who went to Maldives cool. for this. And I can't see enough of it. Okay, cool. Beautiful. So what was it? We've totally sidetracked here. What the fuck? What was it like? Talk about it. In the Maldives? Yeah. Uh, it was really cool. It was really nice. It was. It's just super, super beautiful. I mean, you'd, uh, you do like three or four jumps a day that mm. are organized jumps. And then you go snorkeling and scuba diving and whale watching in the afternoons. And the food was amazing. And the whole island was occupied by skydivers. And it was really mellow. Like, people were be- in bed pretty early every night. And your the accommodation was like, I can basically never go to another boogie again. God, these people sound like adults. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like I could, I, I could almost attend this event. <laughs> it's really, really cool. Well, I mean, part of it is, number one, if you have a Windows computer, at some point your default desktop might have been this really beautiful blue water mm-hmm. with a bunch of cabanas on the beach mm-hmm. or in the water. That is Maldives. That is, come on in, brother. Don't even hey, worry Jesse, about it. Hey, Jesse, welcome back. Jesse, how hey, you Jesse. doing? called all hey, the attention Jesse. to yourself. That's you a nice green shirt you have on, Jesse. Did you bring whiskey? God, you're so, <laughs> you're so handsome. Has anyone told you? Did you get to see old Jesse at the uh, bar tonight? No. Old Jesse no. wasn't there? He just goes home. He's wiped up. Old Jesse's wife <laughs> up. Um, I'm going to say husband up. Because old Jesse is the wife. <gasps> We're yes. calling old Jesse a girl. Oh, yeah. It's Riley. Riley is more of a man, no matter how feminine she is, than old Jesse. Okay, I get, I'm, I'm digging the old Jesse. Yeah, well, the, the first time that I addressed Riley was in an email that you were also tagged in, and I said, hey, gentlemen, because <laughs> yes, <laughs> Riley to me sounded like, like it could have been name. a dude's name. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yep, I fucked that up. I came to the drops, and the next day I was like, by the way, bro, it's a girl. And she's, she's used to it. She's fucking cool, man. Well, hold on a second. No, that Ask that question right have, here. That never would have been said. Didn't we have a conversation earlier about her being manly? Uh, we definitely had a conversation a about her thing. her wearing the pants. I think that was a lunchtime thing, yeah. Uh, we've lost, like, I've actually already at some point said, like, when did we, did we have this conversation with you or with somebody <laughs> else? So, like, I a, think that's the wine. Yeah. Because I've had less and I remember. <laughs> I'm a lightweight. I'm Asian. We don't drink. We just crash airplanes. The Muslims copied us. Okay. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> oh, I, mean, I guess fucking G. I mean, I, I mean, like that. Pearl Harbor, that's a lot of ground to stand on, my yeah, friend. Yeah, yeah, And honestly, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so yeah, excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pearl Harbor was not a attack. It was an accident. If really? you don't know, Asians can't drive. Hello, <laughs> America. We come visit. I park on my plane right here. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, DJ's a little bit Japanese in case anyone's offended. Yeah, okay. If you laugh, you're racist. For me, it's a joke because it's like I can't say the N-word. Hey, I can make Holocaust jokes. Are you Jewish? Mm, totally. Bring it. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, tell me the worst like, one. Do them on command. Ask Roy. He loves my Holocaust jokes. <laughs> Dude, apparently, so KDP didn't tell us the whole story. You know, she got a little operatic uh, uh, with her Big Dick Roy song. Mm-hmm. Apparently, there was a chorus of people singing. Dude, I might even have the video. Oh. That sounds great. It, it went huge because I was at the DZ the it next went day. Huge. Are we talking about his dick still? <laughs> apparently, it's me. <laughs> I mean, I know that look on your face. It's got to be serious. Like I, We've been friends for a long time, but whoa. I walked into the packing room at some yeah. point the other day, and I walked up to Roy to talk to him. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, bro, I'm so sorry about KDP. And immediately, you know Meg, Megan Hildreth? That hangs yeah, out. yeah, yeah, yeah. Meg immediately goes, BD. And that's where I learned it is a song. How cool is Megan? Dude, I call her Squats. She's so cool. I've known her since she started skydiving. Yeah. Uh, I call her DLG, Dirty Little Girl. She calls me Creepy Old Man. Oh, Oh, man. I love that young lady. She's a little badass. Yeah. I'm shocked we haven't had her on the show yet. We should. She's She's a choir singer, you know. 
Like she's a proper like with the frilly throat thing. No shit. It doesn't surprise me at all, but I had no idea. That's yeah. new to me. Yeah. Every time I see like she's got such a diverse group of friends just because mm-hmm. she's a sweetheart and everybody mm-hmm. likes her. Mm-hmm. That I'll see something she posts on social media and be like, Oh, you do this shit too? Yeah, right. Who are these people? <laughs> Goddamn. So, yeah, mm. it doesn't surprise me. Squats mm. is the bomb, dude. Squats. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you've seen her trunk. That girl squats. Mm. She, she A, her. can squat a decent amount of weight for her size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. B, She's strong. You seen that booty girl? <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Megan, did you hear the Gravity Lab podcast? They were talking about your butt. <laughs> I mean, I call her squats to her face, so she gets it. It's mm-hmm. not. A, it's I'm sure she'll be fine. And I'm dirty old man to her, so mm-hmm. she's like she's gonna be shocked by this. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Katie mm-hmm. says Anna is her hero. By the way, is she here? Is she listening mm-hmm. now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Katie, you owe Anna like forty bucks. Is that how many chichins we up to? Add another zero. All right, at least. <laughs> you have to have her babies. Yeah, <laughs> I actually think she might have said that on the show. I want her babies. I, I can't. Uh, don't she can have my it. babies. Yeah, yeah all of them because I don't want yeah, any exactly. of them. <laughs> Are you a non-breeder? Actually, actually that would be great if I could have babies through KDP, and then I could just keep working, and KDP can She's get fat. Sur- surrogate. All right. <laughs> My <laughs> wife and I call ourselves non-breeders. Non-breeders yeah, is that yeah. term? Okay. Nick yeah, is cool. a non-breeder. Are you a non-breeder? Is yes, that? That's the truth. Yeah. yeah. I'm a non-committed to anything. So you have no like you may change your mind one day. Ah, see what happens. Yeah, I'm open to changing my mind. I uh, Val and I actually regularly. My wife is Valerie. Yeah, we regularly will not ha- Valium because you know Val and I regularly. Nice harmony. If we uh, ever like have an interaction with kids, mm-hmm. negative or positive, mm-hmm. and it's a long or deep one, like my niece, it's like, hey, how are we feeling? Like, no, we're both good. Like that was enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to say I want to b- go straight from no kids to mm-hmm. grandparent because mm-hmm. the philosophy was all the frills and thrills of children with none of the responsibility. Totally. My parents are grandparents. And here's what I've learned. Uncle is the way to be. Yeah, It's yeah. all the... Because my parents still... That's kind of creepy the way you said that, though. Uncle is the way to be. <laughs> no one ever Sit on my knee. the uncle. Exactly. I was like, uh, wait a minute. Yeah, I, well, I've been super... Are you, are you familiar with the term late night sneaky uncle? Oh, yes, I, I think am, I think that's popularized from the movie Con Air. Hey, hey, I would never accuse you. I'm just saying creepy uncles are a thing, so just watch yeah, your boundaries. Yeah. Right? It's been very clear with my sister that I am the bad influence. Now, uh-huh. I'm not going to be bad enough to like, I don't want to do things to offend mm-hmm. and piss off my sister, but she is clear that I am going to say and do things with your daughter that you won't do mm-hmm. because she should be That exposed. again sounded really fucking weird. <laughs> exposed. <laughs> <laughs> More wine, DJ. <laughs> hey, this uh, Moscato is pretty decent. Yeah, we'll get into it. That pink Moscato? Yeah. So, I wear non-breeder, too. non-breeder, and... Justin, you having babies? Mm, probably. My, nice, cute. Little spawns of I Satan. Think at at yep. the non-committal, but at the very minimum, would probably like take in a few. Like if I don't have my own, I'll definitely take in a few. I mean, I've I've run a drop swim before, so I've already had thirty-seven <laughs> children in the past. Yes. I remember at that period in my life, people would be like, "When are you going to have kids?" Because there's like this, there's this age where people are really interested, and then they get less interested because they're like, "Oh, is it awkward yeah, to ask popped, now?" Yeah. yeah. But whilst I was uh, running the drop zone, people were asking me a lot, and I'm like. <sighs> Have thirty-seven, like for sure. The staff. Mm-hmm. So, what drop zone did you run? Uh, Skydive boss. Oh, cool, awesome. Yeah. How long did you do that? Skydive which? Just one season. Boss. One boss. season. I think it was one season, one yeah. or two seasons. Was uh, was it like one and done? Like, hey, that job's not for me, or? Ah, oh, no, I loved it. It was great. But then we did the team. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah what yeah. age of commitment? Yeah. Were you like an operations manager, general manager? Uh, operations manager. Okay, awesome. Yeah. So, what was a normal day like for you? Long. Okay, that's a fair. <laughs> but answer. I grew up on a drop zone. 
So it was very so familiar, familiar with the task. Very, very yeah. familiar to me. Yeah. And my grandfather and my father both had drop zones. So, yeah. So you're third generation. Goddamn. By the way, Mikkel is still on Arizona Airspeed. He is? Yeah, yeah. Update live news yeah, yeah. update. I, th- I figured <laughs> a couple of <laughs> things Coming out. in hot. Live is from Katie the field. P still, K- get Katie P to ask a question and tell her she better yeah. be drinking wine. She said that Megan has the best butt. Oh. And uh, straight up. she owes you more than that. Oh, love my baby girl. God damn. Guys, if y'all haven't listened to the KDP episode, number one, don't do it with your kids. And number two, do it, period. It's just, <laughs> it's, it's one of my favorite things. Nick, rec- Nick has a term and it's you just killed or broke DJ. And what it is, is at some point we have a couch. So our normal studio mm-hmm. is couch, chair. We're very laid back. I'm going to have to come to Texas. I Please. feel like this is a thing now. Just to fucking give KDP some shit. Dude, we'll have you and KDP you on the show together. Oh. Super <laughs> epic, super mega. Where mm-hmm. are you going? Get okay. in here so nice. Get it, bro. Get it. Um, uh, fuck, I forgot what I was. <laughs> <laughs> um, we were talking about KDP. KDP. <laughs> <laughs> have you heard that girl speak Mandarin? Uh, a little bit, yeah, because she was. Uh, we had some Chinese tandem students come through Voss this summer, and it's like Super the impressive. whitest She's girl just goes like, what, wait, "Where did that just mm. come from?" Mm. She was like our Chinese department in Houston. Mm. She she just crushed it. What were we talking about though? Before we got all distracted by drinking, I don't know, but I still wanted to ask you about music because ah, music, music. I, yeah, let's get back to music. Okay, so uh, what sort of music do you do, what? Okay, what do you do musically? So. Do you play instruments? I know the answer. I'm just asking you as you can tell people listening. No, I, I have, I, I mean, it depends what you mean by play an instrument. Like, can I make a sound come out of it? Many instruments. Okay, sure. Uh, would, <laughs> a I desirable play, sound? would I play that to anyone? No. Okay. <laughs> Could you but play songs recognizably on an instrument? Uh, not really. A little bit. Like I, no. Okay, so okay. we've narrowed it down to the fact that you're a singer. I'm a singer, yes. So what's, uh, what sort of music do you like? To Soul sing? music. Soul music. Soul and rock. Where's, like, favorite mm. artist? don't know yeah like right now i'm uh, the weird thing is like right now i'm into like some kind of conscious groove music that's not even really solely so i don't even know the names of the artists and i find it on my my music taste is ridiculously eclectic it's I like all it. over this place you know it's whatever kind of vibe i'm in that day are you still making music uh yeah yeah, and uh, actually, yeah, next year we're going to do yeah some cool stuff with a producer in the States. So, cool. Yeah, we've, cool. we've only had one person perform musically on the show, and it was really early on the, on the podcast. Yeah. Country singer, her name's Susan Hickman. She was... Hey. Uh, Go on. Oh, I she, think she, I, she was at the Maldives now, right? Exactly. Yeah. You know Susan then. I, I've never met her, but she was... Uh, Beautiful the we- singer. The week I've heard she's absolutely amazing. She so yeah, you've yeah. seen her pictures at all? No, I don't know her. She is... Uh, oh, I'll show you a picture of her, but I will tell you, she's a att- very attractive lady. Ah, cool. Her voice smokes her face. Her voice is 10 <laughs> times more beautiful That's than her awesome. face. That's awesome. And she is a gorgeous blonde gal. Awesome. She is very pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, what's her name again? <laughs> Susan Hickman. I'm bad with H-I-C-K names. H-I-C-K-M-A-N. <laughs> she uh, just released a music video on YouTube that I think was doing pretty well. Mm-hmm. But she she worked for a couple different Spaceland Drop Zones and mm-hmm. maybe the last six months, maybe a little bit longer, she's been really focused on, on doing music. And I'm telling you, oh, cutie patootie. she's a gorgeous and gal. And she's, she's a guitar player, right? She guitar I heard also, she's yeah. fucking awesome. She's really yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she did what, two songs on the show? Yeah, I think so, two or three. She won the Female Artist of the Year for the Country Music Awards of Texas. Oh, wow. So That's she, a big thing, Well, right? the CMA Award, Texas Artist of the Female Artist. Yeah, yeah it's okay. huge. Super mm-hmm. huge. Because like, 
Hey. Country music in Texas. Country, exactly. Mm-hmm. She is, it, it's ungodly. I liked her the day I met her. I always enjoyed her and her now ex, but then boyfriend posted a video of her singing. And I went from liking her to absolutely having the biggest crush because Aww. anybody who can sing the way she sings, mm-hmm. I, I, I cannot sing, I can't carry a tune in a bucket. Okay. So singing That's is. That's a cool saying. Yeah, it's an Can't American saying by far. Carry a tune in a bucket. Yeah, by far it's an American okay. saying. It's very common in, yeah. in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, I have so much respect for singers, and because of it, I envy it so much. So mm-hmm. when somebody can sing, I just get enamored. Quickly. I feel like everybody can sing. Like that's the thing. How it goes to me. Like my mum, my mum thinks differently. My mum is like, no, 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 no. Like you could always sing, but <sighs> I remember, and like. I, she's a professional. Susan sounds like, like a professional the way everybody speaks about her. I'm a backing singer, pub singer, like smoky clubs, lots of whiskey, like that kind of vibe. You she's know? got a couple albums. I'm rough. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. That's good. <laughs> Someone's got to get the other side of the coin, right? Exactly. Got to be raw. Uh, Keep it real. I, I, but uh, I, I really feel like everybody can sing. You just got to find your your groove, your song, the so thing that you've got going on for you. I had a voice teacher once who was working with somebody I knew, mm-hmm. heard me sing, because I'm like, I can't sing. I'm like, oh, no, everybody. They said what you said. Uh-huh. And so I sang for him, and he said, well, so first of all, that was horrible. <laughs> and I'm like, see, I can't sing. He was like, no, actually, there's enough range yeah. there. You need to be trained how to use it. Yeah. And ultimately, what I learned is when I sing, I try too hard because I don't know how to sing. Yeah. And I need to sing in my key, my yeah. my, my octave. Yeah. Did I get the right word there? You did. Got to fly key, that slow key speed. Key is the right key, word. Right? Yeah. Okay, sweet, man, because I'm, I'm musically declined. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm like, oh, okay. But I've never tried. It's, uh, I think it's the same, same with skydiving, same with podcasting, same with music. Like there's often not really any secret source. It's, you're going to get out, uh, equally as much effort you put in. Right. So I remember when I was younger that I'm like a parrot, like I'm copying everything all the time. And I really, I just enjoyed to copy sounds like the sound of kind of anything. So that's, I think, how uh, some kind of identification with singing came around or just making different sounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I remember as a child just like singing the same thing again and again and again and walking down the street and singing to myself just because I was in love with the Little Mermaid or whatever. And I'd be like, at the top of my voice walking down the street and people coming out of their windows and saying, shut up. <laughs> and me going, more, like even more, you know, uh, and like I remember laying in my bed and like singing the same like three lines or something because mm-hmm. I'm a little bit insane, <laughs> and my mum telling me like shut up, it is time to go to bed, and I'm like yeah, and I do it again, and uh, I think that repetition is really key, and so you're I gonna get back what you put in. I think that helps. So one of my favorite artists, act like so one of my favorite artists ever. Period. Nat King Cole. I mm-hmm. love Nat. Uh, but current artist, I am absolutely in love and will drop my panties for Bruno Mars. Yeah, I was actually uh, singing along to him today. Oh, my God. He's got so an insane voice. No mm-hmm. shit. I'm not kidding. and I'm not lying. When I sing Bruno songs and Nick's heard mm-hmm. me, I in my you head. You can sing Bruno songs. No, 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 no. I've like, seen it happen at karaoke. But God, in my head, him. I sound. Like him. Just like him. But mm-hmm. Nick. You've heard it outside of my head. Would you like to watch the video? Yes. It's <laughs> fucking horrid. Give it to me. Because I'm going to see if I still have it. Yeah, yeah. And, and I don't mind. I'm not by any means embarrassed by it, although I might need to be, but I don't have enough of an ego to fuck. Like, dude, I, I, 
like I belt out. Like, so I know at karaoke I can't sing. So there's two things you do at karaoke. Karaoke, yeah, okay. You either sing really beautifully and mm-hmm. you embrace it, or you're drunk and you enjoy it. You can yeah. also do hip hop if but you can't I do either think, one of those. I think that just hip hop or drunk and enjoy it is the only way to do karaoke. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, dead air. <laughs> <Dead air. laughs> well, I'm, I'm yeah. trying to find this. this uh, I don't have me singing. It, it, no. it is atrocious. I was actually going to pull up. Uh, so Jolene, you know the song Jolene? I do. I, uh, Miley Cyrus, I never really cared for till I don't know if you've seen Backyard Sessions. I have. I fell in love with Miley because yeah. the way she crushes Jolene. Yeah, that's really cool. And she does the one. Some, look what they've done to my song now. I don't. I've seen all the. I've seen Backyard Sessions. Um, yeah. I would put uh, uh, Susan. Up in contention with Miley's Jolene. Oh wow! Because Jolene is a song I will hold the standard to a female voice oh, too. Oh, cool, cool. Because that's that that mm-hmm. tone. That's a, like when you told me mm-hmm. soul. I'm like, mm-hmm. girl, I'm love. How you doing? God damn. <laughs> you got me. You ready? It's okay. downloading from the cloud with my uh, internet speed. I'm not sure if we're gonna get it or not, dude. It's crazy because I have LTE fast internet speed and the LTE is the slowest. LTE. Well, it was the fastest of once. It's still the fastest in really? America because we don't really have 5G yet. Really? Yeah, there's companies who say we uh, have you've 5G. Got everything. No, w- some of the slowest Wait, internet speeds are in America. Did mm. you really like? If you go to Korea and compare household residential internet speeds, we suck. Really? Yeah. It, the, I think the biggest thing I've heard. I'm, I'm a tech nerd. Uh, Justin <laughs> might be able to help me out with this, but it's we've had the infrastructure the earliest, mm-hmm. and because of that. It's very easy for a newer country to go like, hey, we need to implement infrastructure. Let's implement mm. the latest. We're still trying to catch up. Mm. Like okay. in my house, DSL, like we had two options. Is that the beep, 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 beep one? Um, is it still no, runs through a phone line, but it's not a dial line. Yeah. But no, it's not very fast. It's not very fast It's not the noise, the motor noise. They were all like mega serious then. Did you see them? Yeah, I'm like, what? I have to ask him. I actually have 5G in We did all kind of go for an earthery, but didn't we? It says 5G. It's not really I got 5G from Norway. Right up here in Florida. No big deal. Uh, I'm a redneck from Texas, y'all. Goddamn son of a bitch. Pile monkey nuts. (laughs) Pile monkey nuts. I had a boss. That was his saying. (laughs) Pile of monkey nuts. Goddamn son of a bitch. Pile monkey nuts. Oh, the whole thing. He did the The whole thing. The whole thing. All right, last one, last one. Bring it. My my mom would do GDMFSOB. What GDMFSOB? Goddamn motherfucking son of a bitch. Goddamn motherfucking son of a bitch. That's what I'm talking about. So we used to spend a lot of time in North Carolina at XP. Uh-huh. Oh, uh, uh-uh. Mm-mm. No, no. She's you've a, seen me drink more than I think he's ever seen me drink. I am and he's known me for like 10 years. It was just the aggressive way that you covered it that made me think, now we want to know what's under it. <laughs> um, no, I, I don't do well. We're talking about a glass here. <laughs> Nothing else. <laughs> just make clear. Man, not the not the glass bottle we heard about today. <laughs> <laughs> so where were we at with this? North Carolina. Uh, North Carolina. <laughs> you spent some time in XP, y'all. XP, a lot of time there, which is when I, I fell in love with the southern accent. And uh, so we realized, so you have like the, you'd hear often like, God damn, God damn. Like this. I reckon I'm fixing to. Yeah. And then, and then you'd hear like, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am. So we thought that was like kind of like the mating call of the local North Carolinian. <laughs> so they'd like pop their heads up and they're like, damn, goddamn, goddamn. And they're like, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am. This is, oh my God, Jesse, see, this is how a podcast goes, brother. <laughs> now, you also weren't sitting here being watched by your boss, Anna. He was. Yeah. <laughs> Mid-show, his boss texts the poor dude. So uh, ho- hopefully I'm not driving buses over you right now. 
No, guys, if you don't know, Jesse's in the background right now staring at us, laughing and enjoying the wine. So Yeah. So. Looking not really very much by, like Bo. Looking much better than Bo. He has a totally. handsomer face. Duh. Not the dimples. But yeah. Bo needed the dimples. <laughs> you to mean look old good. Jesse? Is that who you're talking about? Exactly, old yeah, Jesse. Yeah. Old Jesse. Correct. <laughs> We've All right, video's that was ready. Next idea. It's, is it video? It's still not coming. Is it ready? It's, it's, uh, is this actually you singing fucking karaoke? Oh, for sure. And I'm like a trash singer. Oh, but that, you, you see that little. Uh, By the way, I'm probably drunk wheel in, in the middle. Mm, the spinny wheel of death. Yeah, it's, it, it means mm. it's not happening. So, Damn. Gravity Lab Radio, we do a couple things for fun besides the podcast. And one of them is a film festival. Well, you do more than just a podcast. We 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 be you diversify. So a film festival is something we had a lot of fun with. Yeah. Um. And then we started doing karaoke night, and the first year was a huge success. I mean, it's karaoke, so. Well, but you say that, but the second year, the same four people kept singing, and nobody else would participate. <laughs> so we've been asked a few times, like, when are you guys doing karaoke again? Mm-hmm. Like, not the way you guys responded last time. Mm-hmm. And I'm still getting that question. And if guys we, and gals, if we can get a solid 15 people to really commit. Of hey yeah, I want to come to the to the karaoke night and I'm gonna sing a song. Yeah, maybe maybe I, I could be talked back into it. Mm-hmm. I want to be clear. I, I have a lot of fun there. Commit to sing a song and in, and participate. Mm-hmm. I don't mind if you're gonna come and just watch because I don't blame you. Mm-hmm. And I understand if you're scared to get up on stage and sing because I because it's scary. It is. <laughs> you know, the first time I sang karaoke, yeah, Gravity Lab karaoke night. Nice. Now I embrace it. I go up there and I, I have no problem making an ass of myself. Man. I can't. I find it very difficult to stand up on stage and talk to people, but singing seems to be easier. It's somehow. the other way around. Well, Is at this point, I won't call what I do singing, but I oh. can get up on stage and <laughs> he holds a microphone. Yeah, yeah so he says some stuff. The Bible said, "Make a joyful noise," and if that's in the Bible, I'm the most godly motherfucker out there. Does can you say those two words together? Godly motherfucker. <laughs> motherfucker. I mean, godly mother and. Something else. <laughs> I mean, he was born of a virgin, so that those words. Sorry, Debbie. That's I love where you. that story my, loses its. My sister's a very Christian young lady, so I have to apologize to okay. her real quickly. Well done, well done, you. I, well I done. love you, Debbie. Mm. Not as much as Nick. Hey, sweetie. Hey, girl. How you doing? Hang on. Hey, you together with his sister? Nope, not at all. Never, <laughs> okay. never met her in real life. It's just an ongoing <laughs> oh, okay. uh, joke that we carry. Our number one fan. Mm-hmm. It's actually hard to argue because we have a lot of people who listen regularly, but mm-hmm. my sister is one of the most regular listeners. Oh, and she's a devout Christian. Yes. And we've been swearing. I feel terrible now. No, no, don't. Did you know, yeah. I went to convent school. To what? I was, I was taught by nuns when I was younger. I went to Christian school. Yeah. I went to uh, seminary. I yeah. was, so Bible college is an easier way to say it, and I yeah. was an assistant co- pastor for a few months in a oh, church. Oh, wow. Tried out my calling of your being calling? A, 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 an assistant Turned pastor. It wasn't your calling. Uh, really actually totally immersed. <laughs> Jesse's like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, yeah, there goes the pastor in me. Uh, and I really completely dedicated myself to the calling. I, I really wanted to immerse myself and do what was, I, be- I really at the yeah. time believed it was what I was supposed to do. Like skydiving. Right. <laughs> Except for that actually was what I was really meant to do. Yeah. And I, when I walked away, I'm happy I did because I have an understanding and an appreciation and a respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, not what I was meant to do. Yeah. Because I'm now okay. cussing on a podcast. No, yeah, it's so okay. I would actually still say I'm a Christian man, but I have a problem with organized religion to a point. Yeah. The hypocrisy of... But, I mean, religion aside, you're a moral person, right? We're all good people here. And that's the bottom line, man. It's be a good person. Treat each other well. It's actually don't be a mean, selfish... <laughs> 
God, <laughs> I, I love it. And when you say it, it sounds so proper. Yeah. I just tried to, I tend to offer the end you don't because have to I know that, that that's word. really, yeah. really no. rude in America. No, 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 no. no. Drop it no. with an exclamation point. Number one, I'm a huge Joe Rogan fan and I'm, I agree with him completely. Cunt is a proper, <laughs> acceptable word. You hear that hard T? That was a uh, good hard T. It, it was meant with purpose. Right there. Because I can say, Nick, you're being a fucking dick and it means something. Why can't I say you're being a cunt? Yeah. So I, mean, I, I like it. I like using, oh man, he's being kind of cunty. I think that you shouldn't assign any weight to any kind of word, really. It's just a sound. Wrong. It's just, yeah, like you're making it, what What do you even mean? Let's just stop it. Yeah. It's the reason people don't offend me nearly as much as they think they might, because yeah. you, you just said words. Because all I, I hear is blah, 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 blah. Ultimately, <laughs> no matter how much shit you talk about me, I talk more shit about me than you do because <laughs> I am an asshole when I go to sleep. Oh. You know what I mean? Yep. We've all spent that night like, why the fuck did I say that to her? What is like, oh my God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, you can be mean to me all you want. I, th- I would I, never. I think you're both pretty good cunts. Oh, uh, you're a GC. great cunt. GC. Especially, you know, if you're in Australia, like it, it's, it's awesome because you've got good right? cunts, bad cunts, best cunts. Dumb cunts. Dumb cunts. Dumb cunts. Yeah. Straight cunts. Fucking GC yeah. is a word in You're a sick space cunt. Sick cunt. Yeah, sick cunt. that's Fuck my yeah. favorite. Sick cunt. Yeah. You want to go to the? Well, ha, g- let's go pick up some girls in Aussie. Oh, go uh, go down the pub, shag some Sheila's. <laughs> 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 He's been practicing. We have a lot of Aussies in Houston. You do? Oh, uh, we've Why? had a lot of them visit over the years uh, because we're fucking we're, so because uh, we Aussies, serve up the, the frothies. Here's why: eh? Aussies are purely Texan or uh, British Texans. Yeah, that makes sense. Right? Yeah. So they're but like not from Dallas. No, fuck Dallas. Because how do you even put that in the mix? Is weird. Dallas is the Los Angeles of Texas. I'll say it over and over again. North of I ten doesn't count. It's the Mason Dixon line. <laughs> do you know what the Mason Dixon line is? Yep. The Civil War. You know what that is? I do. Okay, that's the line that separates the North uh, from the really? losers. The North. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I'm okay. kind of glad. Like I, I, I do associate more with Southerners than anything else. Yeah. But I'll be real. I'm glad the North won but that the, battle. Well, <laughs> I, I, I felt when I was in Dallas, it was kind of like the nicest people I've ever met that I couldn't identify with because they were so nice, like such, such beautiful conversation interaction. But our, our views on the world uh, were just fucking polar opposite, man. How do you so feel strange. when you visited Houston about that same no, conversation? No, it was cool in Houston and um, really cool in uh, Austin as well. Austin is not Texas. I love Austin. Yeah, yeah. It is not I'd love to spend more time in Austin, actually, and but I will in the future. So many people are transplants in Houston and Austin, though. I think that that's what makes it feel transplants? so different. Than, yeah, they've just come from other places. Ah, uh, okay. I'm, I'm a not transplant from there. in Norway. Yeah, okay. Ah. So they I think upgraded. I think it just makes them more eclectic, less... Uh, Dallas-like group yeah. of people. But, but there's, there was the thing about Dallas at the same time, like all the people I met were so lovely and beautiful and yeah. warm, but we were, our understanding of like how we would frame the world and the universe was just fucking different. By well, the way, we have a lot of Dallas friends and listeners. I love you. You don't count amongst the Los Angeles Dallas people. <laughs> Better I'll start voting Republican then. Dude, that is never going to load. You're you're not. Yeah, gonna I get know there. it's a lost cause. Yeah. Mm. Um, it, it's. Uh, I, I know that you are uh, hoping that I'll give up before we no, share. I it think no, I really try, don't mind. I, I really think you don't. should try uh, just a little bit longer because talk me into it. We we I mean I got nowhere to go. That's okay. Yeah. Okay. Here it, we go. We're we're restricted by one simple thing. What's that? How long Jesse is willing to wait? And Jesse, do you care? Jesse, has got why? Kind of put you on the spot. We're good to go. Okay. Okay. So we need a new subject. Yeah. Topic. KDP. <laughs> 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 what did she say? She got a question. No, 
no, no, no. It's so we've done so many shows mm-hmm. at once. I think our normal online listener is or, or live viewer is about twenty ish plus mm-hmm. or minus. Um, back to seven hundred plus for downloads, and I think because we're just blasting them out this week, we're losing our online viewership, which I don't blame them because mm-hmm. a lot of them know they're coming in mm-hmm. like. And back, we're at irregular times. Back to it in three weeks, you will be able actually oh, in two weeks because mm-hmm. this week we'll release Bill. Like Bill will be on tomorrow, mm-hmm. and tomorrow night I'm going to upload it to the podcast server. Mm-hmm. Um, Podbean, by the way, if you need a podcast server, is by far the most affordable. That's still quality. Is I, I nine bucks a month is oh. what I pay to host unlimited oh. amounts of podcast space. Oh, okay, Super cool. huge. Um, oh, oh here yeah, we got <laughs> it. Yeah. I got it. Oh, this is it. This, this is, is not, not Bruno it. Mars. Yeah, this is Young MC. No, no, Ice Ice Baby. This is me, you, That's and Brian, Brian Menard. Menard. Yeah. yeah. Okay, hang on. Let me see if I've got more videos. I know I've got more from the same night. Um, What the fuck, man? Uh, see what happened really I drink <laughs> two or three glasses of wine? I done forgot what the fuck I was God saying. Goddamn, got it. Goddamn, son of a bitch, pile of monkey nuts. <laughs> You're going to go back tomorrow to training and say monkey that. Monkey nuts. Yeah, monkey nuts, monkey nuts. Monkey nuts. Mm. Goddamn, son of a bitch, pile of monkey nuts. Goddamn, son of a bitch, pile of monkey nuts. I don't get, man. That's Big Ron. Big Ron is a Who's good old Big boy. Ron. Yeah. He was a manager. I, I worked in the car business for a short time. Me too. What did you do? I sold cars. I was uh, I worked in car sales and then eventually became the assistant manager of the body shop because Excellent. to get into management in sales, they wanted you to manage some other part of the business so you could cross over. Okay. And uh, I was told like, hey, DJ, your time in the body shop is over. We want to bring you back to sales and start training you in management there. But we don't, we aren't quite ready. So take your two-week vacation and then come back and we'll put you in. Mm-hmm. During my two-week vacation, I skydived full-time as a videographer. And guess what happened? I turned in my notice. I, I, <laughs> one weekend, I called the boss, and, and I was like, hey, bro, uh, just so you know. He's like, yeah, no, we saw this coming. Yeah. We get it. All you care about is skydiving. Like, yeah. We love having you here, but we, we're not one to crush dreams. Yeah. So fuck the car business. Yeah. I, mean, I, I loved it. it. They were good people. They were good to me. What the hell is your phone doing on the door? Yeah, he, he's the one. He's the reason <laughs> I got that video. Oh, ice, that's ice how that got, baby. dude. You are <laughs> so <laughs> smart. <laughs> You're not just a good-looking face, Jesse. You're <laughs> what? Huh? <laughs> what? Huh? Dude, <laughs> I'm I'm personally just angry with the person that left it on the side, as if it was ready to go. You know, because it wasn't in the trash. Hmm. It weighs the same. You mean it weighs the same. <laughs> it wasn't in the bin. It wasn't the in the bin. bin. Well done. The rubbish <laughs> bin. Yeah, and it was oh, just bin day. I want to get back to something you said earlier. Yes. My favorite British word. Mm-hmm. First of all, I know the difference between America's, Americans and British. Mm-hmm. We say it with a D, right? British. 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 So British. A, a gal in Houston named Alex, uh, she is British. Mm-hmm. And she pointed out to me one day, like, no, no, it's a T, not a D. You Americans say it with a D. So Ooh, hang we're, on. Oh, Co- incoming phone call from the husband. Should we take it? Yes, on the air, on put the air. it Hang near on. the mic, Hang on. and so we can hear him. Uh, Man, uh, this is an old rule we had uh, years ago. Hang on, baby, you're live on the podcast. <laughs> Hello, podcast. <laughs> Hello, what's your name? It's Christian. Christian, how are you doing, buddy? This is husband, Christian. <laughs> you are the man behind the beauty. Can you Say hear? Again, I can hear you. Sorry. Are you, I said you're the man behind the beauty. I don't think you can hear me. The man behind, behind the beauty, the beautiful woman. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You're the man behind that's that beautiful woman. I, we brought the mic a little bit closer <laughs> to my face. 
Man, okay. thank thank you for sharing your wife with us this evening. That sounds ridiculous. <laughs> uh, Jesus. We are not having a swingers party. What's that? Can I have her back now? <laughs> no, now you're mine. I love you. Hold on one second. <laughs> okay, I'll see you soon. We'll call you back. We love you. We love you. Bye, baby. Poor guy. He's like, what the fuck just happened (laughs) to me? (laughs) Whilst. As I left the house, I was like, yeah, I think it's going to be like 20, 30 minutes. Oh, didn't (laughs) I tell you it's like two hours? I mean, he knows me. Okay. He knows I can talk. (laughs) I'm guessing I told you two hours because I'm pretty... I mean, I you may have told me many things, and I may have not paid attention to any of them. Perfect. So it's definitely not your fault. <laughs> I'm a man, and you shouldn't listen to us. I don't. My favorite <laughs> British word is whilst. I love whilst. Yeah, you used it earlier, and when you used, it, I'm like, oh, a whilst. Yeah, really? whilst we were. Whilst we were. I oh. love that word. I don't know why. Whilst. I didn't even whilst. Yeah, uh, people from New Zealand use it. Do you guys not use it? No, we no, don't. It's not, you say? not an American word. While. While. Yeah. Dub, yeah. W i l e. <laughs> there's, there's an H in there also. Now, let's be real. We speak American, not American. English. American. I, I wow. love Americans who go, we speak English, <laughs> and they wow. like berate wow. people from England. I'm like, bro, she's from England. Put this together. Because mm-hmm. we are some ignorant ass folk no. in America. Not, 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 uh, not all of us. No, no, no. But let's be real. True. Some of them, no, you ain't been around America long enough. We got I love some, America. Yeah. It's fucking cool. You know, I, I really, really identify with the... The freedom thing in America, which fucks you up completely because things get really, really twisted when it's less socialist. But it's also it's something very pure and beautiful that you the, with the rights and the freedom. And it's it's awesome. So where do you stand on guns? Mm, I think trained people should have them. Define trained people. Mm, I mean, I have guns. <laughs> Afghans. Yeah, I'm so a son of a Marine and I'm a Texan. Exactly. So uh, so it's difficult. And I, I really think that it's like you, you should really be properly trained to have them. And I think that most people are not. So when you say properly trained, are you meaning military or properly trained? I have a I very... It would be really s- nice if you're military trained, right? Because okay. then you understand the significance of it. Yeah. And, and so I will actually say I firmly agree with you should be well trained. Um, you should be well disciplined. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I think you can get that without military training. Most likely. Because, like, my weapon in a holster Mm -hmm. moves around my house, but Mm -hmm. at no point does the muzzle of the gun ever point at any... My wife, anybody on this wall could be in this room. It never Mm -hmm. goes that way. It always points the right way. It always goes the right way. You always handle it the right way. Mm. So I firmly believe in training. Mm. What's Norway's laws on weapons? Uh, It's only for hunting. Okay. So Australia, I recently learned... I thought Australia was very strict on guns. Yeah. But talking to uh, some of our friends, Jackson Brockwell, is, uh, no, I was talking with uh, Natasha about Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually can get licenses for hunting purposes and farm yeah. purposes. Yeah. Same thing? Yeah, I think it's the same thing. It was, this, it was a big thing in the UK as well. And like I said before, I'm from a military family. So when that law change came into effect, like my grandfather and my father, they had to give in all of their guns. Uh, and some of them were like antique guns and like this uh, was like, Oh, there was uh, like a whole collection that I they mean had to give in. Is this just based on the honor system? They're expecting people to, to yeah, and every, hand and over their guns? Yeah, and people did, okay. because otherwise it was illegal to have them. Okay. So, cause I it's grew also up with illegal guns to house. smoke weed, <laughs> just saying. I mean, it, totally. it scares me that the people who have guns illegally are already <laughs> making that gamble, right? Yeah, it but I think that the statistically it seemed like it had a pretty massive effect on whether people were, how shootings went anyway. Mm. So, I mean... 
I don't know. Like, uh, I probably wouldn't own one because I don't, even though I grew up with them and did do some shooting when I was younger, I wouldn't consider myself trained. And speaking to my military friends, it's like, unless you have a really high level of training, mm-hmm. then I'm not sure what you're doing with one. Now, I'll honestly say I'm not military trained, but I've mm-hmm. spent time with a lot of military and or law enforcement who've trained me about weapons mm-hmm. and we talk about how to handle, we talk about how to draw, how to pull, how so to... so crazy when you get yeah. into that fucking high stress situation though, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, and mostly like the just getting in the wrong hands, the kids yeah. and stuff. And well, what scares me is I have a buddy who carries concealed and he's the guy like... So I have two buddies who carry concealed. I have mm-hmm. more than that, but, but I'll explain the two. One of them is the guy who will say, if I see a conflict and I see a confrontation, I am going to run and get away and hide. I never, ever, ever, ever want to use or have this weapon. Like, it's just something I carry because why not? I have the ability to defend my family if I need to, but you need to put me in a corner to do so. Mm. I respect the way he carries a weapon, and that's what I would do if I were him as well. Mm -hmm. I have another buddy who cannot wait to be the hero, and that scares the shit out of me. I hope he gets shot by his own gun. I, uh... (laughs) He's a really, really good friend of mine, and it's hard for me to disagree with you. No, no, it's hard. It really is. It's not cool. Yeah, it's it's hard to respect anyone who's looking forward to to violence. I mean, I'll give you an idea. This guy was trying. So there was an alarm that went off. Sorry, I shouldn't have said that. That was really bad combat. No, I I have a hard time disagreeing with you on it though. This guy, there was an alarm going off at the drop zone, Mm -hmm. and the the, you know the, the security alarm, and so he came into the drop zone with his pistol drawn in his hand, and he was. Kicking doors, I'm just kicking. He was kicking doors open and clearing rooms. I'm like, what the fuck, Call of Duty game? Are you fucking playing, bro? I mean, but the reality is, uh, when people behave like that, Karma's a bitch, and she works on Tuesdays. (laughs) So she's (laughs) gonna get them. I hope she works every day, because man, (laughs) it it scares me. And back to, he is a really good friend of mine. Yeah, but I have a hard time disagreeing with what you said. It's like, dude, you are setting yourself up for failure. I think like I I oh, I live in a time where I feel safe, and I surround myself uh, with people and communities where I feel safe, mm-hmm. and I trust uh, that I don't need to carry a weapon. Uh, if my circumstances should change, then maybe my opinions would change, you know. And yeah. so I seriously doubt in my lifetime my situation will n- ever change, and my mm-hmm. situation is privilege. Right. Mm, totally. hundred percent. P- absolute privilege. And so I don't think it'll ever, ever, ever change. But my thought process is simple. The day it changes, I don't want to change my thought processes. So I own weapons. They're locked in a safe. They're mm. super secure. They're ve- like, I'm a huge advocate for responsible ownership of anything, but particularly mm. like weapons of destruction. Mm. If you don't think a gun is a weapon of destruction, you're a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I'm a huge gun advocate, mm. but the day it ever changes, I'm very comfortable with handling weapons. To me, it's an everyday thought process to be able mm. to deal with. I left the house with my wife, and it's recently we stopped doing it because she's become very comfortable with firearms. But mm-hmm. I would leave the house, and she would actually go through the firearms. She would talk about how to clear, how to deal, how to. Because I want responsible ownership. She would mm-hmm. actually have to cycle weapons in front of me, mm-hmm. and I say have to. She would want to. Mm-hmm. I never like. I've never off. I, I've told her I like to shoot. She's like, I actually am interested. Mm-hmm. Man, that bitch is. I, I will like if if you want to get a sharp shooter. If you if I'm shooting at you, stand still. You're safe. Yeah. If my wife is shooting at you. <laughs> fucking moves, zigzags. <laughs> damn, dude. 
that bitch can shoot. Don't yeah. tell her I called her that. <laughs> Actually, she's heard me say these words. So yeah, I think the uh, the term "bad bitch" is endearing enough. You'll get away with it. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I I don't think I need a gun anytime ever in my life. But I we've do like it. We've done really good. We've done guns. We've done religion. We've done like a little light touch. I mean, it's basically the Joe Rogan podcast. How do you I? feel about abortion? <laughs> 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 well, I feel Nick should have been aborted. <laughs> I can't. That's, that was <laughs> that's really funny. No, I don't take the least bit of offense to that. So <laughs> sure, you're not the only one. My mom might agree with you someday. No, After she watched you break a no. wine glass in the studio, she was upset me about and, you. Me and my mom are really close. We get along pretty Connie. well. Connie. Connie, thank you. Yeah, that's a good you. name. She's a good lady. Mm. I love her a whole bunch. Oh, goddamn. I, I, I actually want to... So Nick and I have really become family to a point set and done through this experience together. Mm-hmm. I, I would say we were friends when the show started, mm-hmm. and now it, like our friendship has by far changed. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he now accepts me way more than he ever did, and mm-hmm. he still doesn't like me. Um, I, I would love to spend time with the his Mark family. Mark a great friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would love to actually meet Connie. and Man, I, I would... So, someday they're going to make it in town. Yeah. You know, my mom, at least. Uh, my my niece really wants to skydive really bad. She just turned 18. She uh, is a super bright kid. She's maintained a 4.0 GPA. Just had an interview with Harvard oh, wow. last month. As long as she's not a German gymnast, I would love to take her on a skydive. <laughs> she, she might she she might what? come out and do that. So what's a German gymnast? Uh, so the last tandem I chased, where DJ was the tandem instructor, was uh-huh. for uh, a young lady who was uh, you're friends with her family, right? Her dad. Her uh, she is a German foreign exchange student in mm-hmm. America, and her host family is my veterinarian, who I've actually become friends with. Okay, Doctor Post or Corbett Corbett Post. I love his name. I like. Mm-hmm. I, I just. It's a great name. But this girl was doing her first tandem, and let's just say she may have seen some Zion Freefly videos before she came out. She went a bit bendy, did she? Homegirl was uh, doing work. God damn! She got both of her feet straight oh, down into the she's wind. She's dropping the fucking tea. Yeah, she was going. She, yeah, she was going <laughs> flying. She's cool. For a That's like the best tandem student, maybe not for you ever. Like, <laughs> pull time was the worst time because the further we went in the sky, she left. <sighs> As was, a she, was she doing it on purpose? No. Was she just having a good time? So she left brilliant. She left as a perfect student. And then in free fall, she got worse, worse, and worse. And in the video, the staff are watching because I do just enough, like uh, straight up. This is awesome. As a tandem examiner, when I take you on your front she's ride. She's dropping like, she's not even dropping a T. She's dropping like side splits. This is great. Dude, she's kissing her knees That's not end. easy like we, to do. We rotate like, too many uh, team members. Just tell her she's up for trial next yeah. week. But that's <laughs> not like the pressure where she must feel the wind on her legs. That's a strong young lady right there. So she heard you need something to drink. No. She wants some of my nuts. Salty nuts. So <laughs> she she heard the staff laughing at her, and she said, well, and she apologized. She's very I'm like, no, it's your first jump. Things happen. The fact that you were able to pull and do those things is more impressive because it's a very high-stress environment. So I She pu- pulled. Yeah. Well, so in Houston, we train in Spaceland period. Students wear altimeters. They're trained to read the altimeters. They're trained to pull. They help us land the parachute, and it's a very simple process. Okay, but they're not just tandem students. They're students. No, your first tandem ever. Really? We're going to train you. And here is really? a simple thought process. You can read an altimeter, you can pull, and you can help land. It's that easy. You can learn to skydive. We don't believe in tandems. We That's believe cool. on hooking people. I love it. Steve mm. Boyd in that thought process is a that genius. Guns. Right. There's a reason <laughs> we did in 2018 160 A licenses in Houston. Not in Spaceland Hole, in 1DZ, 160A licenses. Only the military outdid us. And that That's took the whole country. Cool. I didn't know about that. How does that work with the licensing? 
Um, I it's it's more or less a tandem progression. So they the second tandem they learn to do turns. Okay. They learn to track. So real quick, she said, "I forgot to what I, I didn't know what to do with my legs." Mm. I'm like, I didn't say it, but I'm like, and you chose that. So <laughs> the second tandem they learn to do turns. Mm-hmm. They learn to track. And what we're really doing is we're teaching them heading awareness mm-hmm. and strong legs. Mm-hmm. But we teach them a cool way to understand heading awareness and strong legs. From there, they do their solo transition class, our first jump course. Mm-hmm. They go back to AFF level one. And we actually do single instructor work from the beginning. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have no partner than a bad partner. Mm-hmm. And we go through a 16. So one through eight with Houston is AFF, but we call it STP. Mm-hmm. And they're AFF instructors. Scott, I have a training program for. Thank you, sir. For those. Uh, thank you, sir. Nine through sixteen is legally, literally coach jump. So when I train instructors, I have to tell you, you have to log this as a coach jump. Mm-hmm. But we only use AFF instructors for everything. Mm-hmm. Mad respect to coaches, but AFF instructors are generally, usually better teachers. Isn't that obvious? Because a coach doesn't do the same amount of education as an AFF instructor? Or? Although I will be fair, there are some coaches who are great. There are some people who just never chose to get a rating. And I there's mean, some AFF instructors who are right rubbish here, bits, you know, Coaching is fuck. Right here. Coaching <laughs> is fuck. That's a t-shirt. Yeah. That wine's doing good, ain't it? It's great, isn't it? Isn't <laughs> <laughs> it? It took her two more glasses to catch up with me, which shows me I was just <laughs> outdone by a light little skinny blonde girl. <laughs> who probably weighs a lot less than me. I don't know, man. I'm pretty heavy. I'm positive you weigh less than mm, me. I don't know. You're definitely smaller than my friend here. I, I am smaller, but, but I'm, I've also recently be de- been described as a... So I was it, we were in the Maldives. Sorry, bringing it back to the Maldives. Let's no. bring it. Sorry. Place. Uh, and I'm with my mate Amy. You know Amy? Shemalaki? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm not so much of a water kind of girl. So we're getting into the water... And like she's ready to go, like we're gonna go uh, snorkeling. And I, Amy and me go go a little bit slow because remember, like I'm a bird, I'm not a fish. And she turns around to me with a snorkel on, looking back at me from the water as I'm like fucking struggling down the steps with my flip flop things on, flippers. And she's like, "Do you know what, Bibs? <laughs> it's not really like you're a bird. It's more like you're a penguin that just tried real hard." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like. That's Shit, that bitch be right. That's the best <laughs> backhanded compliment I've ever heard. I know, it's like ever. true and not and yeah, cool. <laughs> so well, yeah, I'm round. How did the swimming go after that? Great. Yeah. I mean, I'm a fucking penguin. <laughs> Look at me. There I can dive. That, that serious dive, yeah. So you say you're not much of water. Is it a fear of water or just a like just, not familiar? It's not my element, you know? Okay. And apparently neither is air, according to Amy. <laughs> <laughs> like Nick actually is not hey, a fan. Why of Why has it got to be about me <laughs> and my <laughs> deepest childhood fears? Well, because you've recently overcome some of those fears. Trying, not necessarily overcome, but you've confronted. I've, I've made an impact. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. so that, that's why I was curious. Like, is it just a fear of water, or no, no? I like. I just haven't spent so much time in it. I think what we live about thirty miles from the coast in Houston, so uh-huh. I live really close to Galveston. Mm-hmm. And let me eliminate Indiana from the process. Mm-hmm. I lived there for four years skydiving full time. Other than that, Galveston or Houston is one of the furthest I've lived from the beach since uh, like third grade or fourth grade. Third. Fourth grade, third, third, third. grade. Well, so we have I grew up in the water. I grew up next to a beach. We we have first first grade, second grade. I actually a recently third. Heard, yeah. <laughs> what do you guys call school like what is that in grade three? Mm, dude, I have no idea how you guys do the grading system. It's oh. totally fucking weird to me. How how do you guys do it? Uh we have like Primary one, primary two, primary three. 
first grade. So how old are you in primary three, for I example? I can't even remember. That's like a long ass. Just like a 10-year-old? I mean, surely yeah, you know maybe. children I'm still. I'm going to say it's eight years old. It's so long ago, though, because then you go to secondary school, and secondary school year one, I think you're 12. Okay, so, so that's junior high school is what mm. we would call that. Mm. Yeah. And so we're grade one through 12. Mm-hmm. We just qualify, depends where you're at. One through five, one through six mm-hmm. as elementary school. Mm-hmm. Again, depends where you're at. Elementary, dear Watson. Elementary. God, that sounds so great in your. You answer. sound. You, you say it proper. Proper. Yeah, yeah, proper. Um, and then like five or six or seven, depending again where you're at, through mm-hmm. like eight or nine is middle school, junior high school, all the same thing, just mm-hmm. different ways to say it. And then high school is nine or ten and above. Mm-hmm. So I think like, I, I recently heard a debate between a uh, British. Uh, feller and a feller from uh, Massachusetts, and Massachusetts really is just a hit con- a hit state. I, I the more I get to know about Massachusetts, the more I realize it's country, bro. But most people I met from Massachusetts, besides from like Boston, are good country down home folk. Don't look at me like that. Take that now. I'm going to start calling you Newbo instead of him, old Jesse. <laughs> but he looks disgusted right now. <laughs> People from Massachusetts are phenomenal Yankees. Nope, what that didn't that help. Mean? Do you, do you know what a Yankee Hang is? On, I just got a text message from you in case I forgot to tell you we're in the building. <laughs> um, I'm a little bit behind the power curve on that. Sorry. That's okay. What's I, a Yankee? So, do you a Yankee is an American? Yeah. To us, a Yankee, the Civil War. Yeah. Yankees are the North, Rebels are the South. Oh, okay. So the Yankees were the winners. Yes. Correct? Yeah, yeah. Mm. In both wars. What was? The Civil War, which is ours, yeah. and the Revolutionary War, which is we when we kicked y'all's ass. Ah, uh, y'all's ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you guys got together then for the Revolutionary War to get rid of the British. Yes, mm. and then we separated to fight slavery. Yeah, they're, they're uh, As in the North fought it and the South didn't. Yeah, that's I mean the, the general gist of it. Yeah. The uh, Revolutionary War is what, 1776? I think God, that's yeah, the end. Right. going to learn shit tonight as well. Good but as the uh, Civil War ended in 1865, right? I could so not tell you. There's, years there's almost 100 years Keep between right these two there. conflicts, so it's not like it was like, hey, Yankees fighting the British and yeah. then turn around and Yankees and rebels fighting each other. It's a little bit different time. Yeah, period, I mean, there was like a handful of colonies when we fought for our independence to England, mm-hmm. and then there were like a crapload of states. Like we got from colonies was that a metric to states. Crapload? No, because it's a standard crap. God, <laughs> when are we going to get on the goddamn metric system? I don't care God, if we're no, metric or standard. I really don't think one is better than the other. As I much mean, as I'm like, why sure. can't we all fucking agree to use the same right? thing? Yeah, so what's more logical? Hey, let's talk oh, to every sure other metric. country into doing it our way, or let's just, hey, yeah, we'll do it. <laughs> well, like, A, it's more logical that few countries adapt to many. But let's see, 12 inches in a foot... Three feet in a yard, <laughs> ten millimeters in a centimeter, ten centimeters. Like the, the whole metric system just is very. It's easy. based around numbers that make sense. Yeah, yeah. The ten, the in, ten. Unless your brain's already been spoiled by the standard system. No. Yeah, you can say the word "sensi" and then realize you're somewhere in that hundred range, and it can mean so many different things. Yeah, but if if you remember, water freezes at zero and boils at a hundred. You can kind of kind of fill in the blanks, right? Oh no, it's super. Like I, I love the metric system. You know what room temperature is? The metric, the metric. No, well, it depends what you Celsius. set your air conditioning <laughs> to, right? It's like 20-ish, though, right? Is that 23-ish. Right? The fucking air conditioning yeah. here is weird. Why is that? Because it's not something I'm used to. Like, your your whole life is, like, programmed to a temperature. Like, I go into a house. It's, fuck, it's cold. Put the fire on. Build a fire. Put it on. Warm it up. 
and that takes some time. Well, we're not savages here in America. We are <laughs> savages in Norway. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's kind of cool, though. No, our thermostat's but auto at home. Mm-hmm. So if it's cold, the heater turns on. If it's warm, right? the air conditioner turns God. on. And I, I mean, Wasteful I'm not, son of a bitch. It's great because I really like it. I'm comfortable all the time. But you also get like a little bit too used to being comfortable. You know, yeah. like I expect, except when we drive Goldie. Have you seen my car, Goldie? No. She's got a Zion Freefly logo on the front, like her plates, and she was given to us free on our first year here. Nice. And uh, when I say she's got air conditioning, I mean I can roll down the windows. It's called 440. 440. Roll down four windows and go 40 miles an hour. Exactly. <laughs> we yeah. drove her to fucking Miami and back last year. God, bitch, didn't even nearly make it. But then you really know that you need air conditioning <laughs> here in Florida. I, I speaking of Zion license plate, I love the Zion hanger logo. <laughs> You've seen it? Yes. <laughs> we were there with Kristen yesterday, and she's like, "You could tell they have a very formal nameplate over here." Yeah, was uh, that taped a in gaffer's black. tape? Yes. Oh, I we, thought it was electrical the, tape. The Brits I it was did it. The Brits did it over Christmas because it's hanger seven, so it was a seven, and they just added the bottom to a seven to make a Z, and then mm. made the rest out of gaffer tape. That explains why the and Z looked like, jacked. Totally, the Z is pumped up. So I was like, for sure, someone's going to rip that shit off. And nobody did. And now it's kind of stuck. But then uh, <laughs> a local... S- <laughs> Took a second. Right? A local sign maker now has, has actually made us some some Zion hanger signs that he's going to gift to Kristen. Dude, it's, we'll it's so cool when a drop zone is able to embrace a guest so well. Yeah, yeah. They're and badass. I don't think it's a sign of how great Deland is, although I think really well of Deland. Mm-hmm. It's a sign of how great the guests are. Yeah, I mean, they're cool. Like, do you know Bob? It's both. You know Bob, the guy that runs the... Crossman? No, 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 no. No, uh, no I don't. Right. Hallett. He's, uh, okay, he's yeah. been around forever. Like, no. uh, this has been his his club, basically, forever, you know? Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing about this place. It's like a, a really, really professional drop zone, but it's a club in many ways, which is why we fit in so well, you know? Which is super rare of big drop zones. Totally. Like, the first year we lived here, we lived in the car park. And uh, we're like, hey, it's okay if we stay in the car park. And That's like, parking lot, right, for yeah, Americans? Yeah, parking lot. <laughs> parking lot. <laughs> so they, like, ran a cable out the back and let us plug our van in and, like, put up with us, like, making a mess out there. And, yeah, they, they made it possible for us to be here on our first year. Yeah. And I, I Please don't take me wrong. I do not want to take away from the land being wonderful guests. They've been really mm-hmm. great to us yeah. the last couple of days as we visited the DZ, mm-hmm. uh, shown us around. And, and as great as Kristen has been as a host, mm-hmm. so many people on the drop zone have greeted us very well. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't hurt. We have friends already here, mm-hmm. but it, it's they've been such a great host. But I cannot take away from they've received you so well because you guys are great guests. Yeah, I mean, it's a two-way street, right? Yeah. I think since the first time we have arrived here, they're all, from like day one, they're like, welcome home. And we're like, oh, yeah, that's true. Thanks. Cool. That's so wonderful. Mm-hmm. Home away from home. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. Yeah. It's, uh, you guys, man, w- w- back to circles and chasing our tails. Mm-hmm. You guys are now training five, four months here, you said? Yeah. We will be here training until April. So why choose the land? I love it. I'm not rocking it, but why choose the land? Mm, they've just always been so nice to us, and like uh, we have a, a long connection with the Norwegian skydiving community in okay. the land as well. Uh, and yeah, we have lots of friends that live here, and it's efficient. And you guys have to come to Houston at some point, and I will tell yeah. you, keep the land as your home base for winters. Mm-hmm. Come visit us for some time. Too easy. We'll come and bring you a proper camp. Yeah, <laughs> and please, if you want to set something up, bitch. Oh, I love you. I love you so much. If you want to set something up there, let us know. Yeah, uh, for sure. Nick and I have enough. Can uh, we shoot some fucking guns or what? 
<laughs> that's one of my favorite things. I had a friend visit from uh, from Germany, mm-hmm. and they don't have you know, the, the right to bear arms there either. Yeah. And he had shot three rounds out of a twenty-two when he was in some, mm-hmm. like their equivalent of the of the Boy Scouts or something mm-hmm. like that. And I took him to the to the shooting range, mm-hmm. and oh my god, it was his face lit up. Oh, oh he was loving it. <laughs> and man, he took the coaching. He's he's a computer programmer, mm-hmm. uh, also a skydiver, but a super super powerful brain. Mm-hmm. Just he's got a good nerd brain. Mm-hmm. So every bit of advice. I gave him. Got it. He implemented real, and he was out shooting me nice. w- in not very many rounds. Nice. Let me go back to your question. Yes, we can we shoot, shoot guns. We're doing guns. guns yeah. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I uh, just north of the DZ, there's a private gun range. Okay. It's really, it's, it's. We now have two thousand members in the gun club. Okay. And it's super hard to get into this club. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a few of our friends who have gotten in, and they've all gotten in because we tell each other. Hey, man, on March 1st, the waiting list is going to open up. It will be open for less than two hours because it will fill up right away, and that's all the people who are going to get in. Yeah. All of Houston, two ranges we have in this gun mm-hmm. club, and there's only 2,000 members allowed. That shows wow. you how small it is. Uh, it's an outdoor range. We have access to so many things. I like the the most fun I've ever had shooting is skeet skeet shooting. That yeah. fu- that's fucking cool. Be that careful when you do that. <laughs> skeet it's skeet. Really, it's, it's hard. It is. It was yeah. good. It was fun. We did that in the outback in Australia. That was fun. Mm. I'm positive though between the weapons a few of us in this room have and the weapons that are available to other people, we can get you shooting some. I have a couple really nice rifles. I have a. a, a do you know what an AR is? Do you know what it stands for? Assault rifle. Justin. What's no. AR stand for? I'm supposed to know this. Armalite rifle. I'm oh. super You're not going to ask me? I was loaded with the <laughs> answer. Hey, look, for somebody who doesn't you even know about guns, I thought that yeah. was like a pretty good stab in the dark. The, no, the, it, and I it's only the standard know answer. Because of the movie Fight Club. Yeah. It's an Armalite rifle. Like, so Armalite. Yeah. So it's a name brand. It's a, it's, it's, it's a style. But it's really, if you saw my rifle, you'd call it an AR rifle, because, an assault rifle, because I have the civilian variant of an M16. Mm. Um, the only reason I have it is I wanted a long rifle that could shoot super far ranges, and I wanted an AR. You want to be really far away from the person that you can shoot. No, in case I ever needed to shoot a deer. Like I wanted to be able to oh. shoot game. Can you? Um, can I? I have not gotten the heart yet to go hunting. <laughs> it's but you want a rifle to kill a human? No, 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 <laughs> no not okay. at all. Only if they break it. No. <laughs> so I wanted an AR just out of the Texan and Marine kid in me. I wanted an AR. <laughs> and a buddy of mine knew that, but he knew I was more interested in long-range weapons because okay. I, I am interested in shooting a deer for... You've got to be good if you shoot a deer because if you don't fucking do a clean shot, that's not cool. So super great news. I have a friend with a very large bit of property and a lot of uh, cattle there, cattle mm-hmm. being the deer. And uh, so if we don't get the kill right, you can we can track it down and okay. take care of it. So mm-hmm. uh, a good buddy of mine is offered, like, whenever you're ready, DJ, mm-hmm. because, like, dude, if I, like, almost hit a squirrel on the road, I'm like, oh, that poor fucking squirrel, what did he do to help? <laughs> so, like, I'm, I, animals are, I love animals. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got the AR because it's, it's a long weapon. It, mm-hmm. it, it can shoot far. Mm-hmm. So we have a lot of choices of weapons do in it. Houston. Uh, here, I feel Texas in my future. We're we gonna shoot shit. I mean, the the barbecue stuff. The best thing to do bitch. with an AR is to put in a thirty-round magazine and get rid of those thirty rounds as fast as, as, fast you, can. as you can. Yeah, it's a great time. It is fun. That buddy who's got that ranch, I have shot on his ranch, just not at animals. He's got a nice, beautiful range there. Yeah. 
And I get out there and I, I shoot accurate. I do all my things and I get about halfway through that magazine and I pick a target and just see how fast I can shoot tight, which I'm not great at. Also, if you <laughs> scream <laughs> loudly at the top of your lungs, it, it uh, I don't know if it increases the accuracy. It definitely increases the fun. <laughs> you have to yell freedom like Wallace. What is his name? <laughs> yeah, William Wallace. William Thank Wallace. you. Freedom. I'll be like, England. <laughs> that is the most historically inaccurate movie, by the way. Yeah, I heard that. Incredibly inaccurate. M- movies are 100% accurate. I don't believe you. <laughs> I love people who say, that. I can't get behind that movie. It was not accurate. But you watch Transformers, bro. So I love Transformers. It's a great, uh, yeah. I watch movies to be stupid. So I wake up to be stupid. That <laughs> probably makes for some really good days. <laughs> Brilliant, to be honest. <laughs> so uh, I guess we're kind of getting close to the uh, to the so. end, of, end of the show here. We might want to uh, let poor uh, Jesse here get out of here. He probably went to the bathroom. He's old. <laughs> yeah. He just he just he. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, z- suit yourself. Where I, from? I'm okay. Uh, we had some IPAs that I grabbed. Oh, hang on. Live text messages coming in. Uh oh. Negative or positive? Always positive. Good. I don't I don't entertain negative text messages. You don't entertain them, or you don't you just don't get them. Period. I, I mean, I really don't get them. You and just the don't keep I don't those get people them, in your life. I, exactly. That's good. It's that's really good. simple, right? You want a happy life? Find some happy people. Exactly. Yeah. So that's great advice. <laughs> <You wanna laughs> Boom. You know, I don't know. I don't know who popularized this idea. I want to blame it on either. Uh, do you know who Gary V is? Gary Vaynerchuk. Yes, and I do. And I don't really like him. Just mm, as the way kind of annoying pre- when he yeah, talks. Yeah, he's a little yeah. annoying. Yeah, it seems like um, a nice dude and everything, but just a bit intense. But but my memory is just not great, so I don't know if I attribute attribute this memory to Gary V or to the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, the book by Stephen Covey. Yes, Covey? that's a very old book, but, but a good book. But the uh, the thought that you are the culmination of the five people who you spend the most time. Yeah, with. Yeah, I think Tim Ferriss says Tim that Ferriss. As well. Yeah, he's yeah. yeah he's absolutely. And it's true, which to. means I'm it's also cool. part dog. I'm basically a Norwegian boy dog. Oh, good. Well, yeah. <laughs> that sounds like some uh, <laughs> movies I've seen at DJ's. <laughs> so who's, who are you a combination of? I, that's, that's a really good question. Mm. I'd like to Thanks. think that, uh, <laughs> that I take... Uh, DJ has a passion for watching people succeed that I really admire mm-hmm. and, a, and an ability to pull it off. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not surprised that DJ had the stupid idea to, hey, let's go and do the, the podcast in the land. Yeah. And and here and here we are. Like That's he's smart. just someone who knows how to get it done. Yeah. That whatever the goal is, he's Move gonna he's gonna figure it out. Mm. He's really good at asking for things. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I suck I at. I suck at that. I'm not, I fucking I'm not. suck at that. So I'm great asking for other people. That's and, and I that's never mind asking yeah, for other people. And it's, it's easier to support somebody else, totally. right? Totally. Ways, yeah. But uh DJ's really great at supporting friends and people, and so I hope that I get to steal some of that from you and I hope that uh, I can be as successful in it as as you have been uh are uh you know steven boyd he's been the he's uh steve boyd senior owns skydive spaceland steven is his, is his anomaly spaceland anomaly yeah, is a team know, they, they yeah, did very well because, on. uh trent. I'm, yes i'm friends with trent trent used to i'm sorry no <laughs> i love trent republicans really and their cool. guns he will shoot with us guaranteed yeah, 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 help yeah. Us out. and i'll take the piss out of him guaranteed but <laughs> trent's uh teammate our uh, manager for the last few years Stephen boyd mm-hmm. is someone who his uh, his communication with people is something that i covet nice um he, he's got uh he doesn't really love addressing a group of people mm-hmm. uh but his ability to communicate with people one-on-one he makes me feel more listened to than than anybody nice. else that i that's know cool. and that's i i think i've drawn a lot of patience in communication mm-hmm. fr- from from interacting with him, um, but honestly, I spend a lot of time by myself. So, 
That's kind of nice. You have the culmination of yourself. Yeah, I mean, so I... I asshole. I'm a little <laughs> bit of an asshole sometimes. That's true. I think that that's just the stubborn side of me coming out. I have... Uh, I, I would say that I have a fair amount of discipline, that I am just really good at getting in a routine mm-hmm. and saying, hey, no matter what happens, this is this is the way I'm doing it now. Mm-hmm. And so there. sometimes I fear spending time with other people because I'm often the stronger-minded person. Divert you from the course. Yeah, yeah. So so I don't want to have people around that are going to get me get me off track is, mm-hmm. the, is the easiest way to put it. But uh, my girlfriend is a very sweet little lady. She's got a bubbly personality that mm-hmm. even in the early mornings when I'm grumpy and unhappy and I don't feel good. What she's do you mean early mornings grumpy? Yeah, Isn't everybody like super happy in the mornings? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> not my wife. My, my, uh, my girlfriend is and it blows my mind like, hey, how, how are you so obnoxious and cute right now? She ha- my wife hates me in the morning too. And she doesn't hate me. I mean, she, she does a really good job of, of bringing me up in the morning, which is also, oh, hell yeah, Sunny's for the honeys. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Jesse just came and delivered some uh, very nice looking sunglasses, which I've been missing. Hashtag PD swag. What's up? Yeah, yeah. Dream flight. The oh, sunny's uh, on. Uh, so I, I, real quick for one second, I, I, I thank you so much for the compliment. And honestly, I didn't realize you looked at me that way. So I, I really appreciate it. And oddly enough, Stephen Boyd, <laughs> Nick Lott, and my wife are the culmination of who I am. Nice. <laughs> and uh, the dedication and discipline. Like you, He says, I'm a little disciplined. Have him take a shirt off and you will motorboat his abs. This boy, has <laughs> he is one of the most disciplined human beings I know. And yeah. I've worked with a lot of friends and known a lot of people who are special forces. And those are some disciplined motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stephen Boyd is... Man, I, I just can't say enough great things about his compassion, his ability to listen to people. So to, to, to know that we swim in that same boat of people is an honor. Mm. So I think we were going to, who are you besides the Norwegian boy dog? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I haven't really thought about it so much recently. Yeah. Mm, I'm not sure if I, can I raise to your standards of uh, Stephen Boyd? You know, you, you're welcome to. difficult, it sounds like. You know, you. you I don't spend uh, enough time with my dad and... Uh, I emulate him quite a lot. Yeah, but he's uh, definitely somebody who's had a huge effect on me in my life. I would say my dad is huge. Mm-hmm. I, I uh, they say regularly, and you've heard the statement before, but I really embrace it today. Mm-hmm. Surround yourself with people you want to be like. Mm-hmm. So I choose my friends very wisely that way. Like Nick being on this show is, is one of my co-hosts. Be- Justin being on our show is our producer. There's no mm-hmm. coincidence that these are the people on our show. Mm-hmm. Um, Stephen Boyd and the relationship I have with that drop zone. So mm-hmm. I, I would challenge you and anybody realize that you're putting yourself around those people. Go out to dinner tonight. Yeah, totally. Make uh, conscious choices. Yes, yeah. I love it. Definitely. And so w- one harsh thing: there's a there's a video called Dream that I watch pretty often. Just like a shitty motivational video. It's not shitty. I real I really like it. But there are some. Uh, some people who must be, I, don't, I can't identify some of their names, but they must be like, uh, they're either motivational speakers or, or sports coaches. Um, I know Will Smith is someone's voice who I do recognize yeah. on this video. But one mm-hmm. thing that it says is you have to get the losers out of your life. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's not the nicest way to put, to put it, but mm-hmm. to, to consciously, I mean, you said it great. You surround yourself by with, with happy people mm-hmm. to uh, make conscious decisions that maybe there are some people in your life that aren't adding to it and mm-hmm. maybe you, you don't need to keep those people around. That can be really fucking hard sometimes. Sure sometimes yep. you've got to draw a line and sometimes you're going to draw that line uh, between you and people that you love, you know? And that's okay too. 
I think like you have to sometimes be like, okay, and it's not just happy people, but it's, um, there's got to be a better word than happy. Happy, driven, yeah, just motivated. Fucking, if you're going to go and you're like, you're like, okay, we need to get this task done right now. Mm. Who right? do you want and on that team? Like, boom, boom, boom. Exactly. Who do you want on your team? We're back to teams. Being in part of a team is one of the greatest gifts you can ever be given. So choose your fucking five members of your team really well. Well said. <laughs> I love it. With that, I think it's time to wrap up. Agreed. Dunskies. Jesse's complaining that he's staying here late. Jesse actually just told me, dude, guys, go as long as you want. Go what, as late as you want. What a good sport. And a fine modern gentleman. <laughs> Man, the, hat. the old Jesse could learn a lot from you, sir. So the only <laughs> the only reason I'm willing to wrap this up early because we do go a little bit over two hours early? for the right guest. When we, we already over two hours. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So early, two I, hours, I say minutes. early because we're going to go over two hours. The only reason we'll go over two hours is when we have a guest that we feel like is worth it, and that we have limited access to. Mm. And I could be here for another hour. You guys are so sweet. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, That's very kind of you. Thank you. For two hours us. hasn't felt so bad, right? It was really cool. Tell Thank anyone you so who much. ever uh, has an interest in being on a podcast that, hey, it's not so bad. Is it? It's <laughs> kind of fun, right? So good. I think oh, my God. It's so good. I think a really fair number of people get nervous when we ask them to be on the show. Yeah. And they worry, oh, God, two hours? Mm-hmm. I don't remember the last time I talked for two hours. Yeah. What is this like? Hey, I mean, that happened. Uh, I, I talk. How often do you hang great. out with your homies Nailed for it. two hours? Because that's uh, all we really did. It's really nice, though. That's a, it's a unique opportunity, you know, that maybe we don't get enough of in day-to-day life. It's kind of like being in a pub, like back in the old British pub. Just talking some shit. So when's the first episode of uh, Bin Day, Bin Day Bin coming out? Oh, fuck knows. When you guys get fuck divorced. Knows. God, I like that <laughs> phrase. Fuck yeah. knows. Fuck knows. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening to this, she like basically <laughs> masturbated her nose when she said fuck knows. Well, um, no, I would never do you that. Got, no, I didn't see it. <laughs> I saw Nick do it. That's what it was. That's yeah, true. that's it. Exactly. I, I would I do it because I'm crass. I love you guys. That was awesome. You're the, the best. It was awesome. And again, the only reason I'm willing to cut this short is please come to Houston. And I, I try and keep me away. It'll be really, really cool. Yeah. And straight up, we will have... Uh, We're going to go free flying. More wine. We co-host. Uh-huh. <laughs> we will have a third host in the room that night. Excellent. And you know her name. Oh, my God. Katie P. Yeah, I mean, she better not leave before you get there. Fuck knows. You know, That's she's a nomadic little lady. <laughs> <laughs> She'll come back with me anyway. She follows me everywhere. Perfect. Oh, she <laughs> back to she is in <laughs> love with you, and I'm I now understand she's why. She's a cool. And as we wrap up, anything you want to share with your friends, your family, the community of skydiving? I love you. And that was to you guys, although I love the way you say <laughs> exactly. it with an embrace. I love you all. You're great. You are one of the most passionate people we've ever had on the show, and we've had some really wonderful <laughs> guests. So I, I think that's saying a lot. Thank you for making time for us. Thank you for making it work. Performance Designs, uh, once again, thank you so much. Um, we are here. The place is closed up. Everybody went home. And Jesse is hanging out after New Jesse. hours. Uh, no, Jesse. <laughs> no, no, Jesse. Old, old, old Jesse. Old Jesse. Old, I'm yeah, confused. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Dude, we, th- this wine's been wonderful. <laughs> uh, thank you. Yeah. No, you're just Jesse. There's no new. Your replacement's new, Jesse. You replaced old Jesse. Jesse is now the standard <laughs> for nice. the demo tour. <laughs> so um, no I, I can't thank Performance Designs enough for hosting us for hosting the show for having us for the, for the week um, fortunately we're actually all Performance Designs athletes so it makes it even better and uh, thank you Performance Designs for letting these shows happen thank you for holding this open late for Anna for ourselves Mr. Jesse thank you for accommodating us guys and gals thank you so much you've heard this 
three weeks after it happened. So sorry <laughs> if we forgot what was going Love on. Love you. Love you guys. <laughs> Bye. One of the douchiest things I ever heard from a radio DJ was love me, love my show. What? I hate it, <laughs> but I finally said it. <laughs> Peace out, guys. Ew. <laughs> Ew. Gross. <laughs>